This is a headgum podcast. <sighs> the comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car selling command center, thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. Want to watch this episode? Check it out on our YouTube channel by going to YouTube.com slash Doughboys Media. In the 1980s and 90s, video games and computer software were the domain of physical media. And if you wanted to buy a cartridge for Super Castlevania or a CD-ROM of Microsoft Encarta, you likely went to your local mall to hit up Babbage's. Founded in 1984 and named for the inventor of the computer, Charles Babbage, in 1999 the company was acquired by pre-Amazon bookseller titan Barnes & Noble and rebranded as GameStop. In 2005, GameStop acquired rival EB Games, formerly Electronics Boutique, and the merged entity had a functional monopoly over video game retail. That is, until increased broadband speeds and hard drive sizes joined to decimate the physical games market and all but eliminate the physical PC software market. Struggling to remain profitable, GameStop added toys and clothing to become a sort of nerd culture hot topic, though one could argue hot topic itself already fills that need. By the beginning of the current console generation, as both Sony and Microsoft released versions of their PlayStation 5 and Xbox Series S consoles sans disk drives, all signs indicated GameStop appeared headed for a blockbuster-style slow fade to bankruptcy. But in January of 2021, during a bleak stretch of the COVID pandemic, stir-crazy amateur day traders connected by social media gave rise to meme stocks, with GameStop, buoyed by millennial nostalgia, becoming the chief beneficiary. By the end of that month, GameStop stock was up 3,000%, and mobile trading app Robinhood was besieged by bad press and condemnation from both parties for restricting trading on the security. While the price has come down significantly from that ludicrous high, it's still trading staggeringly higher than its nadir, and the memification of its stock price has given new life to the game seller. So why did a sushi restaurant founded by chef Suji Kimura in LA's Jasatel Japantown neighborhood choose to borrow its brand name and logo from GameStop? No clear answer exists, although one could speculate it's because both sushi and video games are major cultural exports of Japan. With a downright cheap price point for an often wallet-emptying delicacy, Kimura's Sushi Bar quickly added additional stores throughout the city and county. The chain was even featured on a viral BuzzFeed video entitled $3 Sushi vs. $250 Sushi, though I refused to watch to learn the verdict. Today, with over 10 locations in the greater LA area, it may not be as ubiquitous as its video game inspiration, but it certainly has its share of otaku eagerly sampling its wares. This week on Doughboys, Sushi Stop. Welcome to Doughboys, the podcast about chain restaurants. I'm Nick Weiger, along with my co-host, Stair Wars, the rise of a slow walker, the Spoonman, Mike Mitchell. Jesus. 
Do I know who sent that in? A if long so, that was good. That one. Uh, yeah. This no. I, this is this is as a fellow. The, the, this is the person who sent that in. As a fellow one percenter with a flight of stairs, I came up with a roast inspired by Mitch's favorite Star Wars movie, Star Wars: Rise of a Slow Walker. Love the show. Bill below zilch on the Reddit roastspoonman at gmail.com. Hold on, a fellow one percenter. Don't you have to have like a billion dollars? This dude's fucking loaded. Jesus. Only the most successful people listen to Doughboys. <laughs> we know that's not true. Um, you're all a bunch of losers. Like Wags and I. <laughs> um, I think I believe Bill is being ironic there because people are like, like Mitch I know is, he's joking. Mitch is Richie joking. Mitch because he's got a flight of stairs at his yeah. town home. Uh, and but it's like, you know, I think a lot of people have stairs. I think that's what he's doing. Wags, you know, I'm back in, in Quincy. Um, but you know who I saw on my flight? Who's that, Mitch? You're not going to believe it. Scrooge. Scrooge himself. You know, we're here in 2023. Uh, uh-huh. Happy two year. The current year is 2023, but mm-hmm. we're recording this in 2022. So you saw topical. You're saying this is you're saying this is like out of date or something. Well, I'm I'm you, saying I that can, if you're listening to this in January Scrooge. of 2023, you might be like, "Why is Mitch bringing up Scrooge?" But then you <laughs> just have to remember: first off, this actually happened to him, so yeah. you know. And then second off, Scrooge has a life outside of Christmas. In fact, that's his main yes. life, as far as he's concerned. Yeah, you only know a little bit of Scrooge's life, which is what yeah. you saw from saw or read with the Christmas Carol. Mm, uh, read in my case, I prefer to read it. <laughs> And the Muppet Christmas Carol was better. You admitted it's the best version of that the is Christmas a better Carol. Version. Yeah, for sure. Um, you know what? The motherfucker was sitting in first class. Wags, Scrooge was sitting in first class. Fucking, I said Scrooge, my bitch. man. I was yeah. like Scrooge, my man. You, I, I was like you ain't you're you're not regressing on me, are you, Scrooge? And, and he's like, no, no. He got like, are you going back to your old ways? You know what I mean? Right, yeah. Natural question. And he said, "No, no." I, I said, "All right, all right. I just check in. Enjoy your first first class flight. Have fun." And I said, "Wait a minute. Hey, where's where's Tiny Tim? You know what I mean?" He kind of natural question. Yeah. I look back and coach. Tiny Tim's in a fucking middle seat. Wags and coach. Oh my god. Tiny Tim's in a fucking middle seat and coach. Oh no. Yeah. I'm like Scrooge, my man. Come on. Upgrade the man. What's the fucking deal? Your friend's child. Use some fucking, yeah, use some some fucking mileage, fucking Delta miles. Get him in fucking first with you. Did you say that to him? I know. I mean, I I let him, I gave him a piece of my mind, but. Did he he hit you with a bah humbug? (laughs) He did. He did. Oh, you know. He he fucking bah humbug. Of course he bah humbug. Of course he bah humbugged my ass. Jesus. Fucking He's on cameo, by the way, right? Scrooge is on on cameo. cameo. Get him to say bah humbug. And you can get him and Brian from the office. It's it's extra if you want those two to appear together. Um, hey, congratulations to Janie on your graduation uh, from college. Uh, this is Scrooge. Your mom just wanted me to tell you, uh, bah humbug. <laughs> that cost $35. Yeah, right. With Scrooge, you know, it's fucking more than that. Oh, my God. He's a fucking you know three-figure fucking... cameo for sure. Uh-huh. And if it's for business, forget about it. Cameo for business, it. yeah, it's thousands. You know, I t- a lot of people get scre- seasonal uh, uh, depression, including me around Christmas time. Bah humbug! <laughs> That's why I use BetterHelp. 
promo code Scrooge. <laughs> yeah, use promo Scrooge. Use please. promo code Scrooge. See if it works, everybody. <laughs> um, yeah, well, you know, typical wags, but and you know what else? The plane fucking it drove me home. This happened to me before. I told you, but the plane just it didn't fly. It just drove doesn't go to my airborne. House. Yeah, just yeah. takes highways. Seems inefficient. Yeah. Anyway. I'd rather be in a car in that in that circumstance, honestly. You know, speaking of speaking of cameo, speaking of fans, you know what I found out the other day? What? What's that, bitch? This 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 is real. I'm not. I mean, okay. the Scrooge right. stories was also very real. Yeah, the I know. part was fake. Was that him and Brian from the office don't have a joint cameo? That's all. Everything else was real. But <laughs> the thing that I that I found out the other day is, you know, like. I stan them like, oh, I'm a stan. Did you know that that the origins are Eminem's stan? Did you yeah, know the etymology that? is this, yeah. I didn't know that. I didn't know it was stan. The, it used to originally gone cold, be. I'm wondering why stan. Our guest is nodding along, and yeah, I believe because it, it was originally used as a pejorative. It was originally mm-hmm. like you're a stan for this person. You're a stan mm-hmm. for Scrooge. You're 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 fucking. You'll defend Scrooge, and then it became reclaimed as like, yeah, I am a stan for Scrooge. I totally stan mm-hmm. Scrooge. I think I that's what Scrooge. Happened. Me too. He's he's a good guy. Come on. Uh, we we look wags. Howdy to Spoon Nation. Who got out while the guest was looking the other way. <laughs> Don't have to be too embarrassed by it. Um. But Emma, let's hit him with a little drop. I got something to say, Wags, and this may be controversial. Nick, 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 That's you. I was going to say that's me at the end of that. <laughs> very good that was that was pretty good yeah that was a quality I tell drop. You, we, we've had a stream yard we gotta introduce our guests but we have we've had a stream yeah. yard upgrade mm-hmm. and and emma's emma's excited that's that's emma chiming in she's excited about this we've <laughs> quite like i i got i i got excited about because i have a new mic too right now and mm-hmm. i said to emma i was like this mic is like awesome and i was like i know and then i was like are we like losers and she's like, <laughs> it basically said yes, but yep. like, yeah, sure. Like, nobody knows. But Emma, speaking of door, being excited, there's a new StreamYard thing, and you played that that drop through StreamYard. It sounded good. Usually, it sounds like shit for our listeners. We have a great guest. I'm sorry for our guests, and we have a great guest today. But hey, everyone, uh, we, we you can talk. You can say your thoughts on the StreamYard upgrade, Emma, in just a <laughs> second after I read this email. Yeah. Hey, everyone. A highlight of my childhood was when our basic cable subscription was accidentally upgraded, giving us access to Nickelodeon and imprinting this jingle on my 10-year-old brain. The cable company eventually fixed this mistake, their mistake two years later. Thank you, Thanks to Brooke for the drop idea. And that's Finky, Chris Finky. Wow, thanks, Finky. I thought Nickelodeon was a part of the basic cable package, but maybe not. I, Depends I, on the package. My, par- my parents did not do any... I think you could get like a no like a cable thing that was like just like local stations. Uh-huh. But my parents would not pay for Disney or any pay channel. Um and but Nickelodeon was 
we had Nickelodeon like MTV. I think that those were those were included. But maybe I don't know. Maybe maybe fucking I don't know. Maybe I had a one percenter pack or some bullshit. Whatever people <laughs> say. Um, we should introduce our guest, Emma. Do you have any thoughts on the new Streamyard? Look, I'm a complete tech nerd, and I love upgrades. So anything that's upgraded and working Hell better, yeah, I'm here for it. I just upgraded all of my mastering software, and I'm real excited about it. Nobody cares, but I do. I care. I. I, yeah, I, I want to know well. what you're using. <laughs> I appreciate it. Is it isotope? It is isotope. That's I really knew it. Wow. <laughs> yeah, isotope, ozone, nectar. I got it all upgraded. Fucking yeah, nerd that's... central in here. <laughs> Allie knows what's up. I get it. I get it. Uh, our guest, a daytime Emmy award-winning science correspondent and host of the podcast Ologies, Allie Ward is here. Hi, Allie. I'm here. And I, Mitch, I noticed your mic immediately. And I was like, He's got money. <laughs> My first thought, I was like, "I'm sorry, that's a sh- is that a sure a seven SMB or something? Help me out." Emma sure Mitch has Emma the sh- sh- Mitch has the sure MV7. Wagger and I both have SM7Bs. Okay. Yeah, I'm rocking. Whoa, 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 whoa. What what is the difference with my mic? Yours is the travel friendly version. Yeah, since you're in Quincy, Massachusetts currently. What's what is what is what's is Wag have some sort of upgrade? I want the Wags mic. I want the I want I want the nice. I will. Mic. You know what, Mitch? When we set up your studio in your apartment or your townhouse and your one percenter on your staircase, we'll we'll get you an SM7B. <laughs> when that's finally Fucked set up, up, so ETA twenty twenty five. We'll look yeah. for that to happen. Right about when the podcast is ending, I think. <laughs> Good timing. I'll have it for my next podcast. Uh, Ali, thank you so much for being here. And I uh, uh, look while Emma's in the conversation. We were yeah. talking before the the podcast began mm-hmm. about a main cryptozoology slash Bigfoot museum. Mm. Hell yeah, hell yeah! Did you not? None of you. I knew. About I'd this. never heard of this. I no. never. I've never. No. I don't know it. No. Okay. I'm very excited about it, and I will. You be going. should be. There's okay. First thing you need to know is there's two Portlands. One's in Oregon. One's in Maine. Yes. Don't get it confused if you're buying tickets anywhere. Apparently that happens. <laughs> People get pissed. But wow! Oh my god. Yeah. It you know, I learned while we were in Portland this year that uh, the name for Portland, Oregon was between Portland and Boston, and they chose Portland, but it was almost Boston, Oregon. What was Boston yeah. doing? I don't know. They're just stealing names. Well, from we, the we, East were, Coast, we were, we were, we were, we were, we were around, right? Boston, yeah, yeah, Boston. Yeah. Okay, yes, yes. I mean, I yeah. knew that we were. I was. That was. But, but Portland, fucking. I mean, Oregon missed out. They should have been Boston, Oregon. That's cool. As they hell. might the right. They made the right choice because we, we we have two NBA teams based in Boston: the Boston Celtics and the Boston Trailblazers. They're in different states. Oh yeah, confusing as shit. I would love the Boston Trailblazers. They they fucked up. I just I expect more of Portland. Like, get your own name. You know. Yeah. Yes. Right. Not that's trend. True. That's not trend steady at all. But yeah, there's if you're in Portland, yeah, it's Maine, not very. It's not very weird. Um, you know. <laughs> Pretty boring. Someone's already <laughs> doing it already. Yeah, Portland. But yes, if you're in Portland, Maine, there's a cryptozoology museum there dedicated to Bigfoot and other creatures. I don't know if there's. I I actually don't know. I don't know if there's like a chupacabra diorama. I don't know if there's like Pegasus feathers. I don't know what the fuck's going on. But I need to get there. <laughs> it looks awesome. I'm excited. Um, there's a plan your visit tab I'm on their website, and I am gonna be planning my visit while you guys are talking about sushi. Please, we also please wait for me. Yeah, we also talked about um, your old apartment building, 
that Swingers was shot in and also ha- taunted. Yeah, wow, you're just you're, you're just smiling because you think that I want to bring up my joke, which I do. <laughs> <laughs> which was a ghost saying to another ghost, "You're so spooky and you don't even know it." Um, yeah. I, I think it. I said it wrong in, when I told you the first time. Um, it's better the third time I've heard it. It gets better. <laughs> <laughs> Do it again. Like a fine wine. You're so spooky. You it. don't even know. That's a John. I Favre. Love uh, it. No, it's a very good. The, the tall ghost, the tall Vince Vaughn ghost mm-hmm. saying it to the John Favreau ghost, which also the so you you lived in the in the UCB area, which I still kind of live in. I have not been to the new UCB. But then there's a there's more stops on this. If you want, hey, if you want the swingers tour, you can go over to Vermont and there's a bar in Vermont. Uh, what's it called? Mm. Why well, can't I remember the, the Dresden? Damn name the right, the it's Dresden. Dresden. Yeah, mm-hmm. sorry, I couldn't. Rem- I just couldn't remember Dresden, which is a great bar. Oh, I was just gonna say, like, I'm embarrassed that I know all of these swingers landmarks so well. Like, I've, I feel like I have to confess to like driving a big van around that's like swingers tours. <laughs> but, <laughs> I remember it well. So there's that, and then there was also a diner. Um, I feel like one hundred one coffee shop. No, it wasn't one hundred. It wasn't one hundred one. Were they in the one? I they probably they did were a scene in one hundred one too. Oh, but uh, but I think that there was another diner in Swingers. You can bing it, Wags. I don't know if you're there's also a diner already. called Swingers. Mm-hmm. Like there's I don't a, think that's a diner the chain one. called Swingers. Oh, I don't think it's associated. Maybe that's what I'm confusing. Is that I, I thought Swingers it, yeah. was in Swingers and it's Cafe One Hundred One. Uh, I think it was Cafe One Hundred One. Yeah. Were those some of your, is that some of your old stomping grounds around the UCB area? Uh, I, do you know Mess Hall used to be the Brown Derby? That's where like people used to swing dance back in the day, apparently. I don't know. I wow. saw swingers before I moved to LA. And so I feel like I need to see it again since I've been living in LA. I'd like to appreciate it more, but those were my stomping grounds. But I lived in this building. It was across from Gelson's. It used to be called the Mayfair Market. I don't know if you mm. remember that era. Oh, but I remember this that, is, yeah. This little strip in LA, it's on, it's called Franklin Village, and it's right across from the Celebrity Center, which yes. the, the Scientology, Scientology Celebrity, Celebrity Center. Center. Yes, Weiger and I had lunch. Uh, or yeah, brunch. you guys, show, you guys go there a lot for meetings, right? <laughs> yeah, <They> hang out. <laughs> Your therapist is in there. Yeah, my thetans are off the charts these yeah. days. Oh, so my God, I'm, I'm seeing my therapist. Thing. I'm holding on to those those what are they called? Electrodes. Are those damn electrodes. Yeah, uh, we we went in there for Scientology brunch for real. We went in there for <gasps> Scientology. Brunch. We did, did you yeah. really. We yeah. turned it into content. Um, we had we, we had brunch at the Scientology Center. We had this was several years ago, so we were all comfortable. And then I about joined. It. Mitch joined. And then I joined. Yeah. Then we made Emma join. She didn't really have a choice if she wanted to keep her job. <laughs> yeah. Um, and it's a thing now within it's the a Dope thing Boys now. universe. Yeah. <laughs> so they were, we were, uh, yeah, and and we went and and we told the story of the podcast before, but there's a really there's a really weird like sort of like mind fuck thing that happened where they had a huge tray as part of the brunch. They had a huge tray of hard boiled eggs that were just out and about, which is a weird item to be at brunch, and they like look kind of gross. And then after you have brunch, you watch a video, and the video includes a scene of someone eating hard boiled eggs and then getting food poisoning. And you're like, what are yeah. you doing? What are you trying to do to my brain? What is this psychological prison you're trying to entrap me in? And uh, and to what like what what is what is your what steps are we taking to get there? It was very strange. It wow. was unsettling. There was also a plate left out of brunch, and uh, there was a little post-it that said for Zenu. And we were like, Oh wow. Yeah. Is that really for Zenu? Wow. Um <laughs> Gosh, I'm I'm that's brave of you. And I'm sorry. Have you been able to look at hard boiled eggs the same since? Be honest. 
We've eaten them every um, day since. Yeah, honestly, yeah. <laughs> Having a lot of them. Having more of them. <laughs> there was a weird thing, too, where, like, a cook, like, there's an accident, and he, like, burns his hands. It's kind of gruesome. Oh, and yeah. Like, like, this wouldn't have, like, if his head wasn't so clouded from this other stuff, like, it wouldn't have happened. And it's like, what the fuck? Didn't they also like, have, like, robots? just accidents. There? Uh, you might just be thinking of Wagger being oh. there. <laughs> I thought they had like an omelet robot or something. Oh, Never mind. Maybe. <laughs> we we're talking an omelet robot in a different context. I'm not sure if it, if it's at the Scientology Center. Touché. Maybe it is now. I don't if know. If there was one there, we'd be going back. Um. Also, that was my idea a decade ago. I was like, there should be an omelet station manned by a robot. People would love that. Oh, that would man be a Vegas people, tourist eh? attraction. The working class guy <laughs> wants everyone to be re- every omelet cooked to be replaced with a fucking robot. No, I don't. I didn't say that. First off, okay. the, the robot maintenance tax would mm-hmm. be would be given a working wage, obviously. And then also there would be other people working at the buffets. A robot can't be completely self-sufficient. I'm just talking about specifically the omelet station. If you had an omelet preparing robot, I think that would be pretty cool. I don't know, Ali, you're a science expert. Your thoughts? I used to be the person that had to man the omelet station for wow. craft service. That was my job. Wow. When I wow. first moved to LA, I had wow. to be the person at the omelet station that's like, well, and what would you like on uh, like Jack in the Box and uh, Taco Bell and like Mattel sets? I was craft service wow. for years and I did not know how to make an omelet. And I remember the first couple of jobs, someone took me aside and they were like, like one of the producers who was like, I just got to, you should saute the mushrooms first. Do you not know that? And I was like, I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. I just graduated college. All I know <laughs> is that I show up here with a cooler full of cheese and you guys cut me a check later. But that was my job is I was. You must be really good at, time. are you really good at making so omelets so stressful. I never make guess. omelets. I no, never no, make they're them. They're hard. I may, I never, I just, the ass. I just don't, I don't practice that kind of self-love in the morning. I think I just go for like a mm. salmonella boiled egg and call it a day, you know, <laughs> I should. But that was, I was craft service. That was like my first job. And when you work craft service, like everyone shit talks everyone on set. So I, you're like, a, you know, for me, I was like the bottom of the call sheet, like below the PAs. And then it was like craft service. So you just like learn how not to make people gossip about you when you're on it. Just like be nice to everyone mm. all the time because they will talk shit about you over yogurt pretzels. Gotta be nice. That's, That's wild. Yeah. Do, do you know, do you know one of my, one of my first jobs was PAing. I don't know if I talked about this on here, but Jennifer Newsom, I think her name was Jennifer C. Seibel at the time. Mm. Gavin Newsom's now wife. Oh. Oh. Yeah. You worked on one of her movies or something. I worked on one of her movies. Yeah. And the AD, I remember, I remember the specifically wise. You'd actually like this. The AD was like being like obnoxious and being like, uh, can we get like PA? And it was like me and one other PA. And he was like, can we get like some PAs here to like like do this or whatever on set? And we were moving a table for lunch. And he was like saying this out loud and like embarrassing us. And then I responded back. I was like, hey, man, we're doing something right now. Why don't you lay off? Because he was being a huge asshole. <gasps> Hell yeah. Hell yeah. And he was he was being a huge asshole. And then he was like, what the fuck? Where's Mike Mitchell? And he started yelling that on set. And he's like, don't ever fucking... He like came up and started swearing at me. I was like, I'll fucking walk off this job right now. Fuck you. I was so mad. Also, I was like almost gonna Hell cry. Hell yeah. But what? I was like, but I was like, though. fuck you. Don't treat people. And it was also like this other poor kid that was like just like a quiet kid who like w- like shouldn't have been like a mousy small guy who shouldn't have been yelled at. Like he, and he was like embarrassing us. And I told him to fuck off. And then later people 
Jennifer Newsom was also like, I thought she kind of annoyed me because she was like, I thought you were like such a nice guy. And I was like, I am. This guy was a fucking <laughs> asshole. But also, but then also later someone was like, that guy was like going through a divorce. And I'm like, well, don't fucking oh. bring that shit to work. You fucking yeah, right? asshole. Well, it's what happened? Did you ever being an asshole? Did he you... was later. He was like, he was like, I'd hire you. Like the guy was like, I'd hire you again. He like kind of apologized later. That's but what like, I was gonna ask. If you never worked in this town again, did he fight? Did you? Did you get eighty sixed? Why we're podcasting? Yes, sorry. Why we're podcast now? But go ahead, Wax. Ask your question because I'm sorry for that stupid segue. No, I I loved hearing that. Good for you. I I I was and and for for context for people who aren't uh, as familiar with uh with Holly Holly Weird as I call it. The 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 AD assistant director is usually kind of like effectively Always. the 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 point person on set in terms of core like running everything. It kind of feels like that if you if you haven't been on a set before, you would think the assistant director is the director because they're kind of telling mm-hmm. everyone what, what to do. Um, but Ali, I'm curious as a, a, a working in craft services, you manned the omelet station. Well, like what other tasks did you have on that side oh. of the industry? Oh God. Okay, here's what happens. You go to yeah. the production office, right? They mm-hmm. hand you like $1,200 cash, right? And then you have a prep day and you have to go shopping. You do your Trader Joe's, you do your Smart and Final, you do sometimes a Costco, whatever. And then you maybe you pick up, uh, I used to call it Pavs, Pavilions. I'd go pick up cheeses and such. (laughs) And um, you'd go, and then you'd go home and then you'd make cookies. You'd prep all your stuff for the day before, pre-make your quesadillas. And then the next day you'd get up at like, absolutely uh one of those hours that makes you sick because it's so early yeah. like at three o'clock and you'd Jesus. have to get to set first to make that big urn of coffee and ev- and then you just walk around begging someone to give you electricity to plug this thing in and then people would start coming in being like it's coffee ready it's coffee ready it's coffee ready it's coffee ready and you're like i'm making five gallons of it and i just plugged it in 30 seconds ago and you try not to cry and then you'd set out a bunch of snacks for people and then Everyone would come and eat and complain about eating and be like, oh, I shouldn't be eating this again. I shouldn't be eating this again. And then you'd take home all the leftovers <laughs> and you'd eat it with your roommates. And you'd- that sounds so stressful. This is so much what my job at The Simpsons was. Obviously not like an on-set thing and, and not as stressful having to make the food, but so much of it was like food delivery and, and people right. not being happy about their their food and by the way wags you you mentioned ads usually huge assholes a lot of ads often uh, they're, I met they're some great assholes, ones yeah. like mm-hmm. a, the seconds and set and like a uh matsuel and and uh and, and a few other people who on um, uh kylie look shout out to twisted metal uh ads but but right. a lot of them are 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 we're working the guy so. on rust he was a solid dude <laughs> <laughs> very professional the yeah, that that's the thing I always try to remind myself of when I'm like when I when I like have early travel or like an early job like you know call time mm-hmm. at, at a job and I show up and like like you know I'm getting coffee from somewhere I'm getting something to eat first thing in the morning it's like I have to be like they had to get here before me like oh, I'm yeah. fucking exhausted uh, and I'm so fucking tired and like I need this to function and they've already been here for like an hour or more and, and then yeah. that always makes me feel like I like who the fuck am I to complain about anything. Um, but it's a, uh, that sounds like such a, that sounds like a tough job. And it was just you. It was just me. And I had a whole kit and I, I, 
load wow. up my hatchback with everything. And I remember, though, this one time I Oof. went to go pick up money. And, you know, it's the first time they're meeting you and you've got to, you know, look professional and stuff. And so I go, I pick up the cash and stuff. And then as I'm leaving, the woman's like, oh, I like your shoes. They're different. And I was like, oh, thank you. And I looked down and I was wearing two different shoes. I had gotten dressed A punky quickly. Brewster. <laughs> Not on purpose. You pulled a punky. That's cool. I sure did. There were two different black shoes, and I did not realize. And so I was. It was this moment where, right as I'm like leaving with a fanny pack full of thousands of dollars, and I'm just rolling out of her office with mismatched shoes, and I was like, "This is not professional <laughs> at all." But I went and bought cheese with it because that's what I was there for. There you go. I, I know pavilions really well. I don't think it's. I, I think it's cool to pull a punky Brewster. Sure. Yeah. I didn't notice until alpha. then. Yeah. There was an episode where someone gets locked in a fridge. So don't pull one of the I mean careful. Don't get yourself locked in a fridge. Um yeah. uh I don't know why I would bring up a childhood memory that's very obscure that no one no no one I remember this. exactly what you're talking about and it was yeah. a, it was yeah. a really good moment of it was one of those times when a sitcom does like a turn and talks about child abuse or like a like when Tom Hanks had alcoholism on family ties, it was like one of those, mm, but one mm. of Punky's friends got lost in a lock, got locked in a fridge. And how many times have you been locked in a fridge since then? None, right? Quite a learned. bit, actually. <laughs> <laughs> I'd say since that episode once a year, probably, but <laughs> could have been twice. It could have been twice. Um, You're right. I think, I think that I do think about it more. Allie, wait, hold on. Why? Cause I got, wait, what are you going to ask? Yes. Cause I got some questions. I was gonna. I was gonna change this. I was change subject. Go ahead and ask something. All right. My questions are. You're, so that's your neck of the woods. Had, had you ever been to the Dresden? Did you did you go to the Dresden at all? And also, more importantly, did you go to Mess Hall when it was the Brown Derby? Because that is like one of the saddest things. I think when I moved to LA, it was still the Brown Derby. At one point, I moved out in two thousand five, and then. Um, but when I was in Los Feliz, I'm still in the, the UCB, not far from the Franklin strip. I'm not going to give my exact location, but I'm still in that neck of the woods, but, um, I never got to experience the Brown Derby, which I'm like, I feel like they should have made a historical limb. I mean, at least the original one, but it, it makes me really sad that, that it's gone. But did you get to experience that as the Brown Derby? I mean, it's a Chase Bank now, which is pretty reverent and yes. wow. historical. I mean, it's yeah. got ATMs in the lobby. What could, what could like half it of more? it was a Chase yeah. Chase Banks and half of it was a mess hall, right? Like yeah. part of it was mess hall, okay. a restaurant. I think I went once and uh, when it was still like a bar and a restaurant, so I remember it and and I do remember it from Swingers. And I don't think I realized when I moved into that apartment building across from Franklin Village. Like, I don't think I realized that it was a swingers building. I just really needed a, a place to live. And it was $760 for a studio. And I was like, I'm in. Bring it on. But Damn, I, I wonder how much it is now. Oh, it's. I'm sure it's so much. I'm sure it's so like much more. But I mean, when I lived there, it wasn't maybe the best, but they've they've made it better. But I worked on the Franklin Strip. Wow. And uh, I met a bunch of friends working there and I was working on the Franklin strip when this new theater opened and it was UCB. And I wow. remember the way the block changed from this crappy old theater to UCB theater. And then it was just overrun with guys in plaid shirts. <laughs> Cracking wise. 
Yeah. Whole whole neighborhood <laughs> changed. But yes. yeah, so I lived across the street from there. And I would um, All right, hold on run, a second. Yeah. You were working there. We talking birds, La Poubelle. Where were you working on the on this on the Franklin strip? There's not many options. Babies. I was working at Sushi Stop. Wow. Wow. <laughs> wow. It wasn't called Sushi Stop then. It was called Tayo. No. Do you remember yes, Tayo? Yes. Yeah, I remember yes. Tayo. Right next door to UCB. I remember Ta- I remember Tayo was was getting sold and like UCB had like like toyed with the idea of turning that into a bar or something like uh into something and then it became a sushi stop. Yeah. Yes, it became a sushi yeah. stop. One of one of several sushi stops. I I'm but I'm curious but did you work at all at the sushi stop during the sushi stop era? Or was that past no. your time? No. Okay, got it. it. That it switched over, changing of the guard to sushi stop, but it was a tayo when I worked there. And it was a very wow. formative time of my life. And I was also a like a I also made paintings at the time and I had my first art show at uh the Bourgeois Pig, which is this like little mm, coffee shop yep. that has couches that look like they smell like farts and over roasted yes. beans and stuff, but in a they charming right way. There. There's people writing procedurals on Dell laptops uh at at the pig. And um one hundred percent. Had my paintings up there and then worked at the sushi place and then lived across the street from it. And then would yeah. And once actually getting back to the it was across the street from the Scientology Center. And once I went up on the roof of my building and I looked down and I you could see through windows into the Scientology Center. And I was like, holy fuck. And I saw these people in like weird uniforms, like black and white uniforms, doing this really slow dance <laughs> together and I was stare I was like holy fuck what are they doing what are they doing and then I realized after like a couple minutes that it was a tai chi class it was just <laughs> and it was not anything ceremonial and I was like oh they're just ha- oh, they just such a are having a tai chi class but I could see onto the grounds like I could have lobbed a cantaloupe over the fence I wish it was Tom Cruise dancing with Zenu slow dancing with Zenu yeah. That's what I thought I was looking at. I was like, I have to, I'm gonna have to call a newspaper after this. And then I was like, oh, it's just like a that's, meditation class. But what's the password, sir? Fidelio. Thank you, sir. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, Allie, did you ever did you ever hit up the Dresden? I I, I am a if if people if, Mitch I think needs it's closure good. on the Dresden. Oh, yes, yes, yes. I've been oh, well, there. I want to talk there. about Dresden a little bit because <laughs> yes. it has a great Marty cocktail called the Blood and Sand. Mar- Marty and Elaine, who rest in peace to Marty. Yeah. I shouldn't be Smirch's name, but I think Kalpaka saw him doing coke at 80 oh. years old in the bathroom one night. I bet he uh, did. Good for him. What a life. Yeah, good, good for, for him. him. They put a lot of octogenarians on antidepressants and stuff, so that's fine. Yeah, it's fine. Yeah. You know? You, they were they were great. I, I I don't know what the show is now, but it's a great it's a great spot, Wags. It's a great LA spot. And I did need closure. Thank you. Yeah. You yes. know what I think about when I think about the Dresden? I just think white leather. I just think of those white yeah. leather booths, and I think how much mm-hmm. gravy they probably spilled on them, and they just wipe them right up. <laughs> I just think gravy booth. But yeah, you know, like a watered-down cranberry vodka. It's one of those places, mm-hmm. you know? Yes. Mm-hmm. It's like a rum and diet. Okay. Yeah. That's, I love that. <laughs> hey, it's a, it, and also, I think a lot of, a lot of uh, Hollywood royalty through the years kind sure. of uh, passed through their wags. So yes. it's a good. Oh, yeah. It was worth getting some closure on. All right, now, Wags, to your subject change. What do you think of food? Who, me? <laughs> Fucking boring ass. No, yeah, that's what I was saying, Wags. I was going to say, I eat, I've eaten it before. 
<laughs> good. Name your favorite breads. What's the bullshit Mitch you is, want to talk Mitch about? Mitch is oversimplifying. I'll talk what about I my do. favorite breads. I'll talk there about it. There you go. You know what's good? Make a sandwich on a hamburger bun. Fuck real bread. Oh, Use hell hamburger yeah. buns. All right. Get a fun. potato, get a potato bun, and then okay, your sandwich is round. No, there's never one lip flopping because you got a round. You know what I mean? I make sandwiches right. on hamburger buns. Delicious. And then also you're like, oh, what a treat. It's not a sandwich. It's a hamburger sandwich. <laughs> do you, do you bisect them? them or do you just bite into them like a whole? No, I just carry it around like a moon pie, you know, like a whoopie ah. pie. It's He's great. That's a lot of one fun. of his favorite words. Um, by, by, you love, bisect. you love, you love saying bisect. I do like um, saying bisect. Do I bifurcate? I do. do I, I, tr- I truncate my mastication experience by bifurcating <laughs> it <laughs> in a, along the vertical axis? Hey, I'm, sa- I'm a, I'm a sandwich thins man now. I get the, oh. the, uh, if I, I like those a lot. Those are, those are, have you had those wags? I believe Aura Wheat does them. I believe mm. Aura Wheat has a, a sandwich thins. I've Look, been I'm all tired. I've been all local bakery like I've been all like Bub and Grandma which is a which is like an artisan You've been like, nuts fancy about Bub and bakery. Grandma lately. I've been going to yeah. bu- I'm hitting up Bub and Grandma. Shout out to our mm-hmm. shout out to Tyler. Uh, we see at the farmers market and um hooks me up with some dank loaves. Sounds artisanal. Yeah, very artisanal. I've been on like Hawaii time, which is bad because I'm on the East Coast. <laughs> like uh What are you doing? I've been like I don't know. It's bad. so I you know, I'm waking up pretty pretty later than i should be but like i i'm saying like if i lived in hawaii people would be like you're going to sleep late that's the issue is right what now, time going, what time did you go to bed last night be honest well it's kind of tricky because i fell asleep downstairs writing the doughboys holiday special mm-hmm. uh that's how good it is is that it put me to sleep <laughs> immediately and then <laughs> i woke up at one and this is my issue is that like if i don't if I have like any sort of sleep that like kept me up for like almost till 5 a.m. Like I went upstairs and then I couldn't mm. sleep for like and I only slept probably like an hour and a half from like 1130 to one. And then I went upstairs and I like couldn't sleep again till. Yeah, probably close till five in the morning. So it's oh. a bummer. I know. Not good. Do You want to know a trick for that? I have a good trick for that. Let me hear it. Okay. We call it the Fancy Nancy because my mom's name is Nancy and she invented it. But I'm only telling you because I I use it a lot and it helps. For me, I don't know if this is going to work for you. Don't get mad at me or my mom. It's free advice. So you come up (laughs) with a category. I will not get mad at you or your mom. Okay. I appreciate that. So (laughs) you come up with a category like fruits or bands Mm. or uh, uh, movies, uh, superhero movies, whatever. And you start with an A like Apple. And then you go B, mm-hmm. banana, C, cherry, whatever. And you just like do the category game. And it may, it, I just talked to a dream expert who told me the reason why it works is because it switches to this default network in your brain that involves imagination. Anyway, wow. It does stop your thoughts from dealing with like task oriented stuff and just switches to the bullshit, like the bullshit part of your brain that's like, all right, that's and good. it can help you fall asleep. So try it. File a lawsuit if it doesn't work. I, I'm going to try the fancy <laughs> Nancy tonight. I love it. Right I'm, now. I, I, <laughs> Give it a shot. Today. Yeah. Fruits. Fruits, that be, fruits A. Uh, do desserts because uh, we just did fruits. There you go. Desserts. Uh, do desserts. Oh, desserts. I can do that easy. A. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> apple crumble. Good job. Banana fosters. Hmm. 
Sí. That's it. It worked. Wow. Why does it work? Wow. You're welcome. There you go. It did actually make me yawn for real immediately. See? This is because my brain was. When we were trying to think of just fruits that began with A, I paused and couldn't even come up with (laughs) apple. Wow. I'll try the technique too. I have have sleep problems of my own. Shout out to Nancy. Here's what we'll do. We'll take a break. What do you do for X for 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 a fruit? You're, you're fucking s- you're out snoozing. by then. You're, you're snoozing. You're snoozing. Oh, all right. You're already on the Z's by then, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Let's take no, a break. No. We'll be back with more Doughboys. Today's episode of Doughboys is brought to you by Helix. Wags, I've had a Helix mattress now for. Six years, maybe seven years. Wow. It's been a while. It was pre-pandemic. I know that much. Man. I know. And you know what? My sleep has greatly improved. I love my Helix mattress. It's like a cloud. Wally and Irma sleep in there together. They love it. They don't want to leave the bed. Cute. I don't want to leave the bed. Probably bad for you. You know what? Anytime I'm late here, blame it on Helix. Wow. I'm sleeping away. The Helix lineup offers 20 unique mattresses, including the award-winning Lux Collection, the newly released Helix Elite Collection, a mattress designed for big and tall sleepers, and even a mattress made just for kids. So how will you know which Helix mattress works best for you and your body? Take the Helix Sleep Quiz and find your perfect mattress in under two minutes. And your personalized mattress is shipped straight to your door free of charge. Helix knows there's no better way to test out a new mattress than by sleeping on it in your own home. That's why they offer a 100-night trial and a 10- to 15-year warranty to try out your new Helix mattress. Everybody is unique, Wags, and everyone sleeps differently. That's why Helix has several different mattress models to choose from, each designed for specific sleep positions and feel preferences. Models with memory foam layers to provide optimal pressure relief if you sleep on your side. Models with a more responsive foam to cradle your body for essential support in stomach and back sleeping positions. Plus, enhanced cooling features to keep you from overheating at night, which is a problem for me. I heat up. Problem for me, too. And if your spine needs some extra TLC, they got you. Every Helix mattress has a hybrid design, combining individually wrapped steel coils in the base with premium foam layers on top. It's the perfect combination of comfort and support. Wags, I took the Helix sleep quiz and I was matched with a Moonlight Lux mattress because I wanted something that felt nice and soft, just like me. Wow. And not only is the mattress the best you've ever slept on, but the setup was fast and easy, as you were telling me. Helix Mm -hmm. mattresses are delivered in a box and straight to your door for free. You know what? Ross Kimball helped me set it up. Good guy, Ross. Shout out to Ross. Plus, Helix mattresses all come with a 10 or 15-year warranty, depending on the model. And now Helix is offering 20% off all mattress orders and two free pillows for our listeners. Go to helixsleep.com slash doughboys and use code HELIXPARTNER20. This is their best offer yet, and it won't last long. With Helix, better sleep starts now. Helix Partner 2-0. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. 
CarMax, the way car buying should be. Welcome back to Doughboys. We are here with our guest, Ali Ward, discussing Sushi Stop, which was founded a decade ago wow. in L.A.'s Sawtell, Japantown neighborhood. Uh, there are over 10 locations in the greater L.A. area. I would describe this as a as Mitch kind of a working class sugar fish. It's like a, it's like an L.A. centric chain. It's not as hoity toity uh, or or certainly not as pricey as sugar fish. Sure. Um, and that's just uh, a funny uh, way to it's a funny way to describe it because mm -hmm. it was just a sushi spot at one point. So it's like, yeah, I think over time it's become the working man's sugar fish. But like at first I wouldn't be like. The old work, like when it first opened, I wouldn't be like old working man food, the sushi stop. I wouldn't think. Yeah, of it, that way. no, this it's kind it's of also, a generic. It's, it's kind of expensive. It's kind too. of expensive. It's, not, I mean, it's, it's it's Mitch. It's kind of a generic. Like like honestly, if it wasn't a chain, it would feel like individually they feel like kind of generic. Uh, you know, sure. retail sushi bars, and mm -hmm. there's probably one in your town that's an approximation of what uh, of what Sushi Stop is. But just trying to give some context for people who don't know it. Uh, I yes. have a personal relationship with with Sushi Stop, and me and my lovely wife Natalie actually talked about this when we said we we're going to review this chain. There is a location of Sushi Stop called uh, in the Sawtell neighborhood uh, or nor the North End. Man, I am pitting. We're on video here, and I just realized how, my, how bad I'm pitting. I got to keep my Ooh. arms down. Um, anyway, hot. yeah, it's fucking yeah. Anyway, uh, the wait, did you say it's hot? Yeah, I like it. You <laughs> like it? Yeah, I think some people will be into it. I don't think you shouldn't be ashamed of it. I don't want those people who are into it. <laughs> and also, it's hot. I mean, it's also hot in your place, I'm sure. You turn the AC off. Yeah, I got everything. I got the windows closed up. I got the is, hot is lights on cold? me because we're on video. Is it, is it cold in LA now, though? It's actually know. cold. It's All actually right, kind of well, cold. I, let's see him. I see pits. Show him to us. Because now yeah. it's weird if you're hiding them. Let's see it. You can see. I kinda, I'm kind of pitting like that. That looks good. That looks good. Like people that are into it. That's I don't like those people. Contour. That's contour <laughs> right there. That's dry as a desert right here, baby. Well, you got a fucking hoodie on. You shouldn't be sweating through your hoodie. So? That can happen. Anyway, I'm pitting. Uh, we're at the, uh, so there's a, there was a restaurant called New Japan. This is similar to what happened with, was Tayo. That was what it was called, right? Yeah, so it used to be called Tayo. Yeah, it's similar, similar to what happened with Tayo, which is that it that it was a its own restaurant, and then it got acquired mm -hmm. by Sushi Stop. And in in at New Japan's case, they completely changed the character of it because it used to be this kind of dank in a good way, kind of divey, um, very low lit, open till mm -hmm. three a.m. Like headshots of like celebrities, uh, local LA, you know, like like not super famous celebrities. This is but a just sushi like, place. There's a sushi place on the wall, and um, and like like That's you could get uh, what I would usually get there is like a bento, like they had sushi, but I would more go go there and get like a combo of like you know, uh, and it was a great like late night option. And when it turned into sushi stop, it became this sort of more you know brightly lit, uh, just less fun version of what it used to be. So for that reason, I kind of resent this chain. That said, I went in with an open Why? mind. Yeah, it's funny because I kind of resent it too in a way, mm -hmm. and it was because it was gonna be like could have turned into something more fun for UCB. Like it could have been a UC bar, UCB, UC bar or something. That's what they were talking sure. about. Like, uh, or like I think it was gonna be like the Amy Poehler's like hot girls room, which is from a sketch or something. Like they were like that was gonna be the there was gonna be some like sort of like UCB thing, and then it wasn't, and then it was a sushi place. That looked like GameStop, 
like the yes. sign looks like GameStop, which is another thing that we, of course, have to talk about is that it looks like GameStop. Absolutely crucial detail. It is this. It is the same font and coloration of GameStop, but just says yes. Stop instead. <laughs> yes. I which don't, is very, I don't know a strange why. choice. Does no, anyone yeah, know inexplicable. why? Inexplicable. No idea. No, None no of us idea. know why. It, okay. No. And 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 also so. That was the other thing, and then there was an there was then there was an incident where like, in its opening weeks, a bunch of people from UCB, or maybe just in general, got food poisoning from <gasps> Sushi Stop. But this is also, by the way, a decade ago or whatever. This is the Franklin Strip. Hey, there wasn't always a what is that shop there on the corner that it was. It used to be a the Franklin and Company. It's not Franklin and Company. What the the Oaks. The Oaks Gourmet. Remember yes. that was like a like like a liquor store, and like they sold pastrami sandwiches in there. It was great. Oh so yeah. The, the that whole block changed once you see once the flannel once the flannel men flooded the block. It, yes, things changed <laughs> over there. Uh, they probably should have put it in a GameStop. I feel like yes. GameStop probably, probably would have done really well. Bunch of slumps, slump shouldered men uh, on the yes. spectrum like... with handshakes like wet paper towels. <laughs> they would fucking love that GameStop. Yeah. An arcade, something gross, something carpeted. <laughs> I mean, yeah, <laughs> a carpeted bar. That's what we needed. <laughs> but I, I, I wasn't thrilled about it. And then I did have it a couple times and like had fun, but it was not like a thing that I went to often uh, on the on on the on the block. But also, hey, Pritzy's Pizza was a deep dish pizza place while there. That went away. I like Pritzy's too, but that went away. Things change, so. It became Sushi Stop, and I had it a few times, but I kind of had a weird grudge against it. Um, I, I also I thought, think just just to just to I continue, being just, fine. Yeah. Yes. That that's what I was gonna say. That, that's where I was gonna land. It's like ultimately my experiences with Sushi Stop, maybe including this one, are that it is fine. Uh, but just to speak to it mm. outside of that, you know, the the microcosm of the that block of Franklin Village, it has I feel like become something of a low key LA institution just cuz they're everywhere sure. they're in Glendale they're on the west side um they're mm. ghost kitchens and they they're kind of predictably consistent uh yeah sorry mm. Mitch um uh, is that a term <laughs> a ghost kitchen is that when you order from one place on an app and it's it says it's another is that what that is yes it's it, very often it will be like you know uh the the like the the the, the once you know, when a bunch of chain restaurants like Buca de Beppo's were were shut down for dine in, that mm-hmm. would be a way they could use their vi- their empty uh, kitchen space. Would be like they just rent it out to other you know businesses. Um, yeah. And there's also some like indiv- there's some storefronts that are just basically like they just have a kitchen inside and a drop off window for Uber delivery. And yeah. um, those are functionally ghost kitchens. But yeah, that's the term. Which and as you know from um, you're so spooky and you don't even know it, I'm very afraid of ghosts. Uh, not to bring up that's that. right. You're so spooky. You don't even know a joke again. It was good. But I am. I am very. I am afraid of. I am afraid of ghosts. Um, they do have that ghost taqueria, right? That you're so spicy and you don't even know it is the taqueria, right? That's right. Oh, really? No, it's not. But if it were a ghost kitchen, it would be. <laughs> I don't know. I, I, I don't know what it. I'm saying. Uh, I loved it. I, I appreciate I, that. I, I, there, there's a lot of haunt. There's a lot of spookiness on that Franklin Street. I think that. That Scientology Center is the Celebrity Scientology Center is old. There's a lot of old history. That whole strip used to be because that Celebrity Scientology Center used to be Hearst's, uh, a Hearst housewives. Did you know this? Mm-hmm. Mm. A William Randolph the H- famous Hearst, Hearst family. 
and then and then uh which is also a scary last name to begin with and then the whole franklin strip yeah. Good point. was that whole franklin strip including ucb was like the 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 stables like they were, those were stables so sushi what? stop was formerly part of state a hearst stable no, you know what to I give you heard? some Hollywood history. This is true. That's wow. some great Hollywood history. And I heard that they used to roll barrels of alcohol in tunnels under the streets from like the Via Carlotta and the apartment building that I used to live in, like into the Scientology Center when it was still a hotel, like during Prohibition. I mean, wow. you're in the shadow of the Hollywood sign where people have jumped to their deaths. It's a, sp- yeah. it's a sp- Danny yeah. Masterson was always around. It was a scary part of town. Well, there was that Spooky famous way. incident where, where that barrel, those barrels were being rolled up and the Donkey Kong got his hands on them. Oh, God. And yeah. he started tossing them everywhere, slung yeah, Pauline over his shoulder, um, ascended to the hop of, top of scaffolding. There was yeah. that Hollywood sign, you know, famously people jump off of it. But then also uh-huh. that one time where it was changed to Holly Weird, Wags, as we know. That's true. Yeah. That was, yeah, and that there was, was the famous incident. And one time where lightning struck it and it lit up, that also happened. Uh-huh. We all remember um, that. <laughs> um, and Tough then also times. right down the street, you have the uh the 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 this is true. This is true, like all mm-hmm. the other facts, but the Hollywood Tower of Terror is <gasps> right down the street, right across oh. from the Brett Cafe 101. <laughs> There's a lot of spooky Goosebumps. stuff going on here. Goosebumps. Very scary. Hold the now, whole was, place. Was our meal scary? Was did we mm. did we eat some scary food? Is the question, Wags? Well, well, but I, I want to back it up for one second because Ali, I do want to he- hear a little bit more about your experience working at Tayo. Mm-hmm. So, how long did you work there? And I mean, what was it like to work at a sushi restaurant? Oh, okay. So I was I, I had a friend who worked there, but she was my boyfriend at the time's ex girlfriend, and mm. she used to work there. Natalie loved her, and the first time I met her. We went in to Tayo, and I accidentally spilled a bowl of soup on her crotch, and I was mortified, and I was nervous, and, and like, I was high, and just, like, dashed it off the table, and I was, like, couldn't have gone worse, but we stayed in touch. I broke up with that boyfriend, so now we were both exes of the same guy. I needed a job. She's, like, come work here, and so Tayo only employed usually girls. There was one guy that worked there. Some of the girls that worked there were Scientologists and actresses, wow. so they were in the neighborhood. And you kind of didn't know when you were when there'd be like a new girl. You you weren't sure. You kind of had to feel it out and be like, "Have you ever been ne- across the street?" And if they were like, "Fuck no," you'd be like, "Okay, good." Yeah. Um, How are your thetans doing today? Yeah. Like, <laughs> but we'd get customers sometimes that would ask us about it, and uh, and if they were if they were dicks or whatever, um, sometimes. If they'd ask us about the Scientology Center, we'd be like, if you ever want a tour, just let me know. And then they would leave us alone. But you just pretend like you were a Scientologist. But um, so, yeah, we worked there, obviously, for tips. The tips were good because back then it was more expensive and it was sushi. So mm. if someone's buying pancakes for $9 versus a sushi meal, your tips are right. just going to be better on the on the fish stuff. And there was a full bar and we had to bartend and the drinks were not good. They were like uh, Hershey's syrup and Bailey's and vodka. And it'd be like a chocolate kiss. And you'd be like, ugh. Um, And. Wags and I maybe would both like that drink. 
I feel like I'm <laughs> overselling it. I feel like it kind of <laughs> sounds good. But imagine if you're drinking out of one of those really like those Sex in the City martini glasses where it's like you're yes, going to yes, spill half yes. of it anyway. Right. And, and it's like too maybe too boozy to even have chocolate in it or something. Yes. And then yeah. the bottom, it's just like some chocolate chips that are still room temperature. And you're like, well, do I dig these out with a finger that's got soy sauce on it? Or do I put, <laughs> like, put my tongue in there? Like you're, maybe you're on a date. It's not, it's not good. Uh, I'm getting those chocolate chips no matter what, but I agree. You got to get them. <laughs> Use the other yeah. end of the chopsticks and get, and get in there. You oh, paid for them. That would take me like three hours. But you got to do. Um, now, I got a question for you. You said it was your friend's name, Natalie? Yes. Yeah. And you had a big spill. Well, things are getting spooky here because Weiger's wife's name is Natalie. <gasps> and Weiger had a big spill happen at his vis on his visit. I'm <sighs> a notorious spiller. There was a spill that happened at my visit that was not my responsibility, but mm -hmm. I was in close proximity to it. Uh, this was between two servers. And <gasps> but the service there was Reverse. lovely. Everyone was very nice. Mm -hmm. The and, and I went to the original location, I believe. I went to the one, uh, one of the there are like three on Sautel. I went to, I, I think, the original location on Sautel. Anyway, the guy who was serving me was checking in, and ironically enough, this was like we're uh, all all soup was going on here. Uh, I had ordered a miso soup that never came. He came by to be like, "Hey, did you ever get your miso soup?" I was like, "Ah, no, I didn't." And but I'll yeah, I'll take it if you if you got it. And and also ordered something else. And he's like, okay, got it. Turned around. Just as he turned around, another server was walking behind him with two bowls of miso soup herself. Oh. And he made full contact. And they both like fucking turned upside down. And just wow. soup was everywhere. None I didn't get any splash damage, thankfully. Um, but I, I believe I may be somewhat karmically responsible just because I'm always yes. spilling. And I think that energy was maybe just, you know, radiating off of me. However, yes, I do also think that the other server should have said behind, and she did not say behind. <laughs> behind is, but it was a it was a massive spill. Behind you, behind is just a funny thing, I guess that you got to say. Emma said that you said it in the in when you were a bartender, right? Emma, you immediately like, chimed in. It's a safety thing, yeah, because like you got chefs walking around with knives. You turn too fast, you can get stabbed. Like you got in hot pots and stuff. Like you have to say it. Like I still say it. I haven't I haven't bartended in. Eight years, <laughs> I still say it. They gonna replace the word behind. Just sounds dorky. Yelling, yeah, because you're coming up behind people, or you yeah. say corner when you're turning the corner, oh. or door if you're going through one of those swinging doors. You'll yell door, door. Yeah, that was not part of my training there. Wow. I did not learn that. <laughs> Nor in my omelet making. I worked at a restaurant where the bar I worked at was. I had to go down the. It was an open kitchen, so I had to go down the the line the cook line and like buy a pizza oven and around the chefs to get to my bar. So I was like constantly walking through a like active hot kitchen. And like, if I didn't say behind, I was like murdered. Yeah. <laughs> Literally. Yeah. yeah. That's good. I mean, important. they should, they just got to come up. It's like saying Fanny or something. I like, they should just need to have a better word than behind. Yeah. They need to have a better word than behind. Why? I think behind <laughs> is fine. What about beep? beep? I mean, Are you thinking behind beep, because perfect. it's like you're behind? Not like I'm behind you. Yeah, not even. I just, I mean, uh, yes, I guess I am thinking of that, but also it just sounds dorky. Are they gonna beep, beep, beep works great. Beep, 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 beep. beep. Not that's dorky. Great. Beep, that's not good. dorky at all. Beep, beep. That's great. Beep, I'll beep. call every restaurant and let them know. Thank you. <laughs> Wags, I said that you, I told you this, but I said that 
kind of like Unbreakable, you're kind of, you kind of have an unspillable situation, and you're Mister <laughs> Spilt, like Mister Glass. They used just... to call me Mister Spill. <laughs> Mister Spilt is just around people and they spill yeah. things because that's Weiger is the worst spiller I've ever met in my life, and I really? didn't even know that I could rank spillers until I met him. He spills all the time, constantly. So I do think that you are what you're gonna you're not gonna no, argue I, with that. I fully agree. I'm I I spill I spill frequently, but you know what I don't spill? My guts. I'm, t- mm. I'm tight lipped. Yeah. So that's that what that's what I got going that, for me. That's rules. <laughs> I'm, t- I'm fucking ra- I don't rat on my fucking friends. I do. I love to spill my guts. <laughs> <laughs> you actually do. I think you do love to 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 tattle. I love to dish, baby. <laughs> Let's dish. It's um, that. It's that. So, because you work with like like everyone in your family is an education. So I think that's mm-hmm. what it is. I think you just like you love that. You love telling teacher that someone did something wrong. Shots fired at fucking all the teachers in the world. I don't. I don't know. I'm not a tattle. <laughs> I think you are a tattle. I'm a guy in the. I'm. I'm. I'm the kid in the back of the classroom. We're talking about what's going on in the schoolyard, baby. <sighs> yeah, that's what I am. Not okay. a fucking tattle. I'm not telling on people. Uh, a anyway, narc like to tattle is different. A oh, yeah, I'm not a narc. He's no narc. Okay. Well, I'm not, not a fucking a narc. narc either. I'm no, I'm, I'm no narc. You're a fucking narc. Loose, you're maybe loose lips, hot goss. <laughs> there you go. Oh, yeah, I'm a loose lips, hot goss. That's, I'm fine with that. Wags, <laughs> I got... I got... Uh, beep, beep. I got my uh, order. I got my order to go from Sushi Stop. I didn't want to go to... Use the Franklin Strip. I've eaten in there plenty of times, but I got I got my order to go, uh-huh. which I thought was I, I, like I was like, "There's no way this is going to be all right." It really they really did get. I think they got everything right, um, but I ha- they they didn't give me any soy sauce or any um oh. uh greeny spicy greeny uh also wasabi known as, uh, wasabi. Yeah, uh, that's look. We gave up beep beep replaced behind, and I thought spicy greeny could maybe replace wasabi. I forgot the name of wasabi, right? But they didn't give me any wasabi or soy soy sauce in the delivery, that's which tough. I thought was bizarre. That yeah, is that's bizarre. But um, luckily, some of the stuff I got didn't didn't. Should we should we start naming? Yeah, let's let's get into it, uh, Ali. Wh- while you were working at at Tayo, like, what did you overall think of the like the uh, uh, like that uh, as a sushi production operation? And did it change your thoughts on sushi at all, like for better or worse? These are good questions. Good, 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 good questions. So I didn't have my first sushi till I was in college because I was mm. like most, you know, um, suburban white people unsure about eating raw tuna and then sure. i had a california roll which are is not it's barely fish and i was like mm. i can hang with this i love these mm-hmm. and so when i started working at tayo years later i was like i'm down for this i could i could eat all the miso soup and california rolls and maybe even raw stuff that i could handle and also at the time i was very poor so uh you could use your employee discount if you were feeling honest mm. You could mm-hmm. put in orders and say they were for table seven and then eat them yourself if you were not feeling honest. Uh, and we had to work really hard there because we did not have a cashier or a host at the time or bus mm. people. 
So sometimes you would be in charge of the whole restaurant and you would be everyone's and a bartender at the same time. So you'd just be like an octopus and you just, it just, things flying everywhere. It'd be like ballet uh, mixed with like a fire drill every day. And I remember at the time I wore like a little pedometer. I was trying to get my step count up and I'd get 17K, man. 17K a shift. That's That's wild. wild. That's crazy. I got guns from lifting cases of Sapporo. So it was a good <laughs> workout. But um, You know what's funny is that the, the, one of my only memories of being in that place before Sushi Stop was ha- having a Sapporo in, in that place. And I think of a little bit of a little a little sushi. I don't know if this is before or after your time there, but I was I was in there at one point. Everyone was sushi stop. Yeah. Yeah, I definitely went to Tayo. I, yeah, I you got those hungry flannel boys. Hungry flannel boys. And what would happen too is the line for UCB would line up right in front of our Yeah. Our in front of our patio. Uh, yeah. And so you'd see everyone waiting. And sometimes you'd see guys that were in the line one year and then they'd be headlining the show for on a some wow. Monday night six PM improv. You know, you'd wow. be like you love yeah. you do quite frankly love to see it. And I'm proud of you, flannel guy. <laughs> I was. I did feel that way. And but when when, when UCB first opened Here's the thing. This is back right before Yelp. So you could get away mm. with a lot because no one could narc on you. There was no sure. one. The hot, the loose-lipped hot goss could not reach you. You yes. were, it was, you were, you were free. And so we were bad servers. We weren't good. And that was fine. <laughs> and some nights we'd be so busy, people would come in asking for takeout and you'd be like, fuck off go to mayfair and get a salad like can you see i'm <laughs> crying yeah and uh there's this one guy that would come in and he was always kind of grumpy and he i'd always be like we're not doing to go today and he'd be like well i got it yesterday and i'd be like oh weird because we don't do to go and he's like what are all those to go containers right there and i'd be like we don't really do it he'd grumble away and i i realized later it was matt besser and I was, <laughs> he probably fucking love- hated me, hated me. Every time I see him, I'm like, God, I hope he doesn't remember that. I doubt he does. I love Besser. I love the best that's man. very funny. Man, that's that the is, worst. That's, that's very funny. By the way, Wags, um, that line being outside uh, in, in front of uh, the sushi place, mm-hmm. uh, if my boy Wags was in the show, that line was around the corner at Oaks Cormet, babe. It was around, wow. it was around the block. Tailwaggers, fucking tailwaggers. Tail, we got, we got, we got a crowd in front of tailwaggers. My boy Wag was in the show. <laughs> um, now more like tailwaggers. So I was sorry. Wait, what's that? Tailwaggers. I said more, more like tailwaggers. You, you, you were tail washers over tailwaggers. No, I said wags are performing around. Uh, everyone's a tailwaggers. More like tailwaggers. That's all I was saying. <laughs> Remember it was tail waggers and tail washers? There was two of them. Yeah. It was both, yeah. It was both. Um confusing. I'm Allie, like you, I would not I would not touch I did not hey, raw fish. That was not for I'd rather drink a gallon of water from Camp Lejeune in eighty six, babe. <laughs> <laughs> Bub. I should have done Denise Miller. Um I created a character named Denise Miller on a previous show. Yeah, which is her. a lady version of Dennis Miller. Um, <laughs> but she still sounds uh, like you. 
<laughs> yeah, it's just it's just, it, by create a character. I just changed the name of Dennis Miller to Denise Miller, um, and she still has the same standards of water quality that you do. I imagine. <laughs> As do we all, as should we all. And that's a self-protective measure, and that's good. But yeah, I there wasn't go. down Just with that. I've seen a lot of Camp Lejeune commercials. Yeah, I, 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 I was not a, I was, I've said this on the podcast before. Sushi was, uh, sushi was not uh, a thing that I had much growing up. And I remember, like, when my dad had it and was like, oh, raw fishing. I was whatever. I was 16 or 17 or whatever the first time I tried it. And I liked wasabi. And then he would buy me, like, I remember my dad buying me wasabi peas and wasabi oh. peas would be like a like a stocking mainstay. You <sighs> know, the, the season just passed, but I would get like wasabi peas in my stocking. <sighs> and then, um, but like sushi was tough because to me it was like the texture, and I was like, this is like gummy. And also, it probably wasn't great sushi, which I later had. Which hey, why? You want to give crap to sugarfish, but sugarfish is a great gateway for for people who are so so on sushi. Yeah, it's a great it's a great chain version of it. It's it's like a, it's like a cheesecake factory of sushi. But yeah, you can find, a, you know, shot, like L.A. is a fantastic sushi town. Lots of great Japanese food in L.A. That that stretch where Sushi Stop has three locations. Uh, yes. Japantown in uh, Sautel has like so many uh, like ramen shops and, uh, you know, udon shops and and uh, and sushi uh, sushi places, yakitori Which... places. It's just like it's it's got there are a lot of great options. Wags, my first gateway to sushi mm -hmm. is Ali, probably your old restaurant <gasps> and sushi stop. I mean, like, wow, that's why that's really like, that's yeah, because like, you know, people were in in especially with sushi stop. I mean, just your place next door because it was convenient and people were like, let's get sushi or whatever. And then I would get like more like kind of like like would try a California roll, get a bento and, uh, with a, you know a pretty safe four piece California roll. Maybe next time yeah. you'd get a spicy tuna roll. And then before you yes. know it, you're like, bring yeah. me the mackerel. Right. No, never. Oh, you know yeah. what I mean? A hundred percent. So much. So Jeff Dutton and I wrote a parody video for California, you know, California love. You remember that? We don't no. want yeah. for ca California roll. We were going to do yeah. a, a video for that. Uh, look, the content back then wasn't great either, but we were, we, <laughs> We were trying to make stuff, and I, I was having sushi for the first time. And mm -hmm. your old what is it? What is it called again? I have to give her credit. Tayo. 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 Yes. Yeah. Tayo is Tayo is definitely. Uh, it's confusing because there's a popular place called Toy, which is Thai food on Sunset. Where, like, I know. The, confusing. The Bam Margera used to like hang out, like some of the Jackass guys. But anyways, su sushi stop. I think even more so because. It is kind of like stupid sushi in a good way. Yes. It's like you have a lot of fun, dumb sushi there that's like cream cheese and like fried chicken. And you're like, all right, that's easier to eat. And I got some of this. And the the crazy thing is, is that like that stuff is bad. Like having it, eating it now, I'm like, this is like the worst, like one of the worst things I ate in the entire menu. But <laughs> For people who are afraid of it, it's like, oh, that's like an easy introduction to it. And then, like you're saying, like, yo, you get like a spicy tuna roll or California roll. And then they do stuff here with like, they put like fried onions on top of the California roll or whatever. Stuff like that, which makes it easier to eat. Yeah. Here's a menu option that I think is a, is a great example of what you're saying, Mitch. Uh, they have one of their specialty rolls is the chicken crunchy roll. 
It's yes. cream right. cheese, avocado, cucumber, sriracha, crunchy flakes, and teriyaki sauce. So you don't and have a, a fish involved. This is like something that would be at a Guy Fieri restaurant. And guess what? I got it. <laughs> the Burbank and you got Airport. It. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I got it. It's Guy Fieri approved for sure. It would be in the Burbank mm-hmm. Airport 100%. <laughs> it, it's, and here's the deal. It wasn't good. It was like one of the worst things I had. Mm, there was four pieces of it. I ate one piece of it. I didn't eat the rest. I threw it away. <laughs> uh, so it's it's not it is not it's not great. Um, well, you didn't have any hot chunks. You didn't have any wasabi. That's what we fixed. It. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's My little hot chunks. Yes, I needed. I needed. I needed some. I needed some little hot chunks. I didn't have it, and I needed some. I obviously needed some soy sauce too. It was. Some of the sushi was a little bit of a disaster, but I started I started with I got a Diet Coke wags just to put it out there. Mm-hmm. Well I started done. with something I'll start with I'll start with my apps. I got pan fried gyoza and yep. I got a te- I got a tempura bowl because I was like, what is this tempura bowl? This crazy tempura bowl, which just looked like a bunch of like tempura, fried tempura vegetables, and I think a piece of shrimp. Mm-hmm. on top of white rice and that actually is all it was there was like nothing there was nothing really special to it it was it was a weird combination of like i thought there would be something more to it and there really wasn't but honestly the tempura was pretty good it, there was one piece of there was a few pieces of like fried vegetable i think like so, like maybe uh yam or something and, and a in, pumpkin in, yeah, there, there, it was good. I mean, and, and then a fried piece of fish, and but then basically just like white rice. And they came separately, but it was just like, oh, so there's just like, you put this on top of white rice, and then you, and also no sauce for that one. They didn't give me any sauce for it, so I used my gyoza, the leftover sauce from the mm. gyoza. But I think that they did a, a decent job with all, with all the fried stuff. They, 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 they did a, a pretty good job. It just was this for, sort of thing of like, all right, I ate. All these this fried stuff, and now there's just a bowl of white rice, and I poured some stuff, and I was trying to eat it as like a as like a one singular dish, but it was kind of hard to do. Uh, the pan fried fried gyoza was was good. I mean, they did a, they did a good job with that, and it was nice and crunchy and pan fried, and and it had some a little maybe soy sauce. I don't know what it was. I feel like it was like maybe garlic soy sauce or something, but it was it was decent. Um, and it was pork gyoza, I believe. So far, I'm two for two. I got the same things. Wow! Really? Yep, two for two, baby. What were your assessments? So what of those? made you? What, so what made you get that? Uh, what What made you get the the uh, the the whatever bowl there? The, the I'll tell you. Um, and one thing we haven't touched on yet: price point. Temporable. Mm. Yes. Yes. Price point, people. What the thing about the working man's sugarfish? So, sushi stop, the gateway chain sushi restaurant for so mm-hmm. many angelinos most of the rolls are like three 325 or something they're like a set price that's cheap as fuck and it's not yeah. that bad and so other than half of ucb getting food poisoning for the most part <laughs> which some pro- of them deserved honestly <laughs> uh, who knows what that's from you know what i mean maybe that's they true. asked for it to go and someone wasn't in the mood that's not their fault. <laughs> but the price point is damn affordable. And if you're like, I need a lunch in a bento box or I need to treat myself and I don't want to spend $200, you can do a little damage and still walk out of there paying less than you might at 
you know, uh, a cheesecake factory or sure uh, or something like that. So, uh, so or even just an independent sushi restaurant, like a one-off. Yeah. And in the thing about it is like, and I was talking to my husband about this is like, when it comes to sushi, you want like really, really good. Like you'll regret paying this much later, but right now it's wonderful. Or you want like high volume quality stuff. You don't want that middle range where it's like $14, $15 a roll, but it's not even as good as sushi stop. And you're like, like this, like the, like fake good. It's like, just go for the cheap stuff. Like. Go for the conveyor belt. Go for the sushi stop where they at least have volume on their side where they sell so much. The fish hasn't been there since like Thursday, you know? Like chances are they got it that morning because they do volume at least. But so sushi stop is definitely on the it's cheap. Try a bunch of stuff. But so the price point on the tempura, $5.60. I was like, okay, I don't know why it comes with this rice. It's already fried in bread, but okay. I didn't eat the rice either. It just sat in a bowl on the side. Like so someone some fried vegetables, a fried shrimp, and some rice for five bucks. Yeah. That's yeah. You know, that's you can that's cheaper than a than a Carl's Jr. burger in some parts of the United States of America, people. A hundred percent. Sure. So hundred percent. The five dollar burger is like ten bucks. Why? Because we know, you know this. Nothing makes sense. Upside yeah. down. Nothing, nothing the world's makes sense upside though. down. So I I was like, all right, for five, I will roll the dice. It's on the boys. It's like, yeah. you know what I mean? I'm getting this on the boys. <laughs> <laughs> it's their 560. And I got the gyoza because gyoza are great. I, don't come at me, though, with like a fried gyoza. I want the pan-fried gyoza. Yes. Deep fried mm, gyoza are such a waste of oil. Yeah. Yeah. You know? I agree. You got to eat. Yeah. If it's. If it's lightly fried on both sides, I'm in. But if not, I yeah. don't need it in the deep fryer. No, I don't no need it. You. But um, and then yes, I did repurpose the gyoza sauce on all kinds of stuff. So I love a gyoza sauce. It's a little bit tangier, mm. and I don't know why. I don't know what they put in that yuzu or something. Yeah, vinegar. Yeah, I don't. I don't know what the gyoza sauce is exactly. I'm not sure if it's a ponzu sauce, sauce or if it's its own thing. I, I spread that out over. I also am now leaning mm. back. And I've kind of like meshed into the couch wags. I and, I, and we're doing video now. I just yes. want to point Comfy. out that like I know I look like shit now that I'm laying back, but it's <laughs> worth it for me to just relax. You oddly look like like monochrome. Like you look like there's no color in your reality. Like, are you in Pleasantville? <laughs> I think possibly. Oh, I think man. I possibly got zapped for Pleasantville. Oh boy. What happens in Pleasantville? Like they like kiss and then yeah, and then they, they turn like, to color. Okay. Your saturation knob. You got to fiddle with your satch knob. <laughs> I think, sadly, <laughs> this is just the Quincy basement. I think this is the natural tone of the Quincy basement. Um, but, but I, I first of all, I know what you're saying as far as, hey, this is a, $5 is like one of the cheaper things in the menu. You get a piece of fish. You get some fried vegetables. That 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 app goes a long way. It's just a funny thing. And then also... The gyoza pan fried way to go in that sauce. I just I used it as much as I could. I, I like uh, yeah. that, especially with no soy sauce and 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 no uh, spicy lumpies or whatever the fuck I call it. That yeah. was hot that chunks. was a huge hot chunks. That was like a huge. That was that was that was that was that was huge for me. That gyoza sauce, but I thought both of those pretty pretty good. I was enjoying myself. Um, I didn't get so a- far. 
Yeah, I didn't get I didn't get any uh, any tempura. Uh, I I did mm. since I was eating in. I wanted to get a miso soup, um, and which I got at the end of my meal because they forgot it. Um, and I, I just I've had this miso soup uh, from different places a thousand times in my life. It was a perfectly mm. replacement level miso soup. Uh, could have used a little mm-hmm. bit more tofu, but it just it t- it tasted the same as any place. Um, the I got a green tea that was fine, and I got a green salad. My issue with the green salad is so much tomato. Mm. It was like they dumped they just dumped mm. a huge heaping handful of of pico de gallo on top of my salad. It was way too much, to, mm. and I I ate all the greens and I ate all the carrot, and then there was just like a big pile of tomato still left. Like I, I can't oh. finish this. I don't know why that was, that's why weird, it was so like tomato a- heavy. A Japanese style salad, too, you would expect there to be kind of less tomato, maybe. You know what I mean? Like, at least in my experience, I, I feel like it's not like a tomato heavy salad. Yeah, like it, a, it, it, it was it was strange. Salad. Yeah, I, I mean, it, it was uh, it, it was but it was fine. It was, it was completely How was the fine. dressing? Again. How was the dressing? I mean, it was Memorable? like, a, a, yeah, just a no. totally typical like sesame dressing. Nothing, okay. nothing particularly to it. Well dressed, though, you know, decent amount. Sometimes you get a, 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 at this at the a chainier sort of place. It's just kind of like doused in dressing. This wasn't the case. It was well balanced. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, I, I thought that was that was solid. Uh, should we get into our, our our the sushi side of sushi stop? Let's yes. do it. So I got so, a one of their yeah. Go on, go, go for so it. You go. go. No, you go. You wise, you go. All right, I'll go. Beep beep. So I got a, <laughs> I got a yuzu albacore roll. Uh, this is one of their fancy rolls that's got a garlic ponzu sauce. It's also got some crispies, which I I knew I was probably gonna get some roll with tempura, which is why I didn't order tempura. Um, this has some fried onion, uh, also spicy tuna, cucumber, sriracha, and cilantro. This was nice. I mean, the yuzu citrus did a lot. I could have used a little bit more heat. You know, I'm a bit of a heat seeker, and I do really go heavy on the wasabi. But that's a different sort of heat than you'll get from, you know, it's it's a different sort of spice. Um, but, yeah, I dumped that whole thing of wasabi into my, uh, that, that whole little ice cream scoop of wasabi into my uh, my dish and uh, uh, with some low-sodium soy sauce. And, um mm. Yeah, that, I thought this was a quality roll. I also got an avocado cucumber roll. I like to try the veggie a veggie roll from places just to see how it holds up. Uh, when I was eating vegetarian, I actually found sushi restaurants were pretty reliable in terms of, oh, I can get a bunch of stuff that's fun and, and tastes like what I'm used to eating, um, but just without any animal proteins. And, uh, uh, you know, could have used a little bit more cucumber here. I thought it was a decently made roll. Honestly, kind of flavorless, but if you just think of it as a soy sauce and wasabi delivery mechanism, uh, totally got the job done. I do think the nigiri side of the menu was pretty decent here. Uh, I got a tuna sampler sushi, which had three different types of of sushi, including like a fattier, like sort of more toro. Uh, I thought those were all high quality salmon sushi. This might be to Ali's point in terms of just like you know they're going through a lot of product. It tasted very fresh. Uh, it was it it was well executed. Um, and look, my favorite. I love a freshwater eel. And I got that freshwater eel, and it was uh, it was delectable. Honestly, if anything, I underordered. And I think that was my main issue here, because I usually overorder at sushi places. I'm like, I'm gonna back it up. I'm gonna slow things down a little bit. And then by the time I got through everything, I was full. But I was like, you know, I was like 80 percent full, and I probably could have honestly had more. But I was just kind of like, I feel like I get it. And it was the middle of the day, and I didn't feel like being super heavy. So, but I could have had, I could have ordered more food. Uh, go on, Mitch. Well. I, I agree with you with the nigiri side of the menu being good. Mm-hmm. That's that was one thing, um, very solid. Which I didn't, which I did not think was going to be good, but it w- yeah. was. It was. It was pretty great. And 
almost comparable in some ways to uh to sugarfish it was it was like the nigiri i had was really good also letting you go first kind of had the same effect as the category game that Allie taught me where i (laughs) think that maybe i should just have you maybe just call you up and have you talk to me wags put me to put me to sleep every night like a baby um i hey buddy so (laughs) today's category is fish (laughs) immediately albacore snoring out of my mind (laughs) well why i got a hand roll and Uh and so i I, want to quickly talk about my hand roll because you also got a hand roll i was afraid no i I went with a cut i went with cut rolls i didn't get any hand rolls i'm I'm a little bit of a hand roll skeptic i gotta be honest Hmm. well i was a hand roll skeptic too and i also was like when i ordered this i was like this is gonna be like gross i think this is gonna be the grossest thing i eat (laughs) speaking Speaking of tomatoes and wags, it was maybe my bite of the night. It was maybe a wow. thing I liked the most. What? But I got the sashimi ceviche hand roll, and I really liked it. It was Ballsy. I, I I really I really thought it was had like a nice flavor to it. Um, it like looks like it's not going to be good. It looks like there's maybe too much tomato in there, but it. It really worked well. Like it, the, the 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 fish flavor was like nice, and the 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 ceviche, the ceviche, and like the the tomato and the whatever the dressing was. It all kind of worked really nice on in the hand roll. It was it was great. Um, very surprised by that. But I think what maybe wins my bite of the night wags was the nigiri, and I got myself. There were there were a lot of two piece nigiris, but I got the yokozuno trio sushi. Um. Which I think that, by the of... way, I, I was just going to say real quick, I think this is another thing to Ali's point in terms of like affordability and price point. They do do the, you can get these three, these trios and they're like mm-hmm. seven bucks and you get three pieces and they're three different types. So if you want to sample a few different ways, that's a great way to go, especially as a solo diner. Sorry, continue, Mitch. So I think that in the Yokozuna trio, uh, Yokozuna trio. Yeah. Which is. Is there a city called Yokozuna, or is, or is that there was a wrestler Yokozuna? I know that. Yeah, Yokozuna. I believe it. I believe that's a, it's a sumo term. I think it's like the champion sumo oh, wrestler. Yes. The Yokozuna. Oh. Yeah, I'm a fool. Um, so, anyways, no. there's. It looks like it, it looks like. I think that you could probably tell me what's in the 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 Yokozuna the Yokozuna trio, which is. It looks like. Looks like fish. salmon. Salmon. <laughs> This is hard. <laughs> no, I think it's I think it's a salmon, a halibut, and a tuna. It's possible mm. that's a uh, uh, that's yes. a toro, but I think that's just a regular tuna. Salmon uh, okay. could be a yellowtail as well. In okay. the middle, it feels like it's tuna, right? Yeah, tuna, yellowtail, and salmon. Anyway, that yeah, sounds look. right. Yeah, sounds right. The nigiri you got was a, great. You got a red, you got a white, and you got an orange. So I think yes. that's what we're talking. <laughs> Thank you. Thank that's you. what I should. That is, I'm so I'm shocked I didn't say that honestly. Uh, thank you, Allie. That you put it You're into welcome. Mitch speak, yeah, which was helpful. Um, I didn't. I so again, I I didn't have I didn't, I, I didn't have my chunky spicy, and I didn't have my. I keep saying it differently, but I didn't have my soy fire sauce. paste. We can call it fire uh, paste. There you I go. I didn't have my fire paste. So I was like, is this just gonna suck to eat? And why it didn't need any of that? I just tossed that in my mouth with with the natural whatever the whatever they put on there, which maybe they squeeze a little lemon juice on there or whatever they put on it. 
It worked great. It had a great taste to it. It was great tasting. I loved it. It, it was it was really decent nigiri. I was shocked. Can, can I say this as someone who like I, I I like sushi. I I get it less than I used to, but I do. You know, it is it is a treat for me. And Nellie doesn't love it, so uh, you know she's a very de- daring eater. But like, just it's just not her favorite. So I will go oftentimes solo. And mm-hmm. as a guy, so as a solo diner at a sushi at a sushi restaurant, fun to sit at the sushi bar. Uh, feels very welcoming there. And then talk to the chef. You can just ask them if each individual piece, like, hey, should I put sauce on this or not? Because they'll they'll yeah. tell you what needs sauce. And uh, a lot of times, I feel like you know there, there's a tendency to just dredge everything in soy sauce and wasabi, but that's not always the case. It's that you don't mm-hmm. always need to do that. But yeah, this is a I, yeah I, I I will say at a, at, a, at a remarkably decent experience here. Uh, Ali, I want to hear about your uh, your sushi or anything else you got. Well, I've been ordering from the Pasadena location mm. on Grubhub over the pandemic. Usually. My husband and I, if uh, one or both of us have been smoking substances that make us very hungry, we will Got it. order from Sushi Stop. Emma's and nodding. I realized that <laughs> <laughs> we realized we did it once and we're like, look at this. We're going to eat all this stuff, right? We get yeah. two of us. We get four Diet Cokes. Uh <laughs> Because maybe that. you want two, maybe you're going to have the next one the next day. Fucking whatever. Sure. Why not? I love this. Allie, it's a great move. I, Does I pull, each Diet I Coke, do it myself. The Diet Cokes cost $2.80, almost as much as like three, whatever, like three, four pieces of sushi, which is hilarious, but whatever. Um, <laughs> and they always send you the number of uh, chopsticks as beverages you get. So we always, they're always like, oh, there's four people. I'm like, no, there's not. But- we re- we did it the first time, and we were like, what luxury. This is the best day of my life. And then the next time we went to order it, we're like, let's do it again. And I realized on Grubhub, they make it so all you have to do is press two buttons. You get on Grubhub. They're like, do you want the same shit you got from Sushi Stop last time? And you're like, mm-hmm. kind of. And they're like, press and this button. And that's the prompt, too. That's the prompt. That's exactly yeah. what it says. <laughs> and then it's like, if you're thinking about it, press one button. If you want to pull the trigger, press the second button. And before you know it, you've got the same order coming to you. And so wow. over the pandemic, we started calling Sushi Stop two buttons because we were like, do you want two buttons? And we're like, yeah, <laughs> let's just press two buttons. That's good. <laughs> all I got to do. And like 35 minutes later, I've got salmon collar on my doorstep. And if we're working, my husband also edits my podcast. So if we're working, it's like this one's on the company, you know? There just you go. Like, just like yeah. it's on you. This last yes. one was on you guys. Sometimes it's on me. <laughs> And so my two buttons usually involves a couple of dynamite rolls because I like a baked sushi and I'm never going to eat that much mayonnaise if I'm cooking something. Mm. But if you toss five scallops in one cup of mayonnaise and you put it on a California roll, I'm down to clown. But I'm never going to do that to myself. You know, I'm never going to make that decision cooking. So I get some dynamite, get the dynamite scallop roll. I get the baked salmon roll, which is, again, just salmon doused in mayonnaise (laughs) atop Mm. a (laughs) four-piece California roll. Um, I get the scallop uh, uh, nigiri. Do you guys ever get that? Wow. Yeah, I do get that sometimes. I've 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 had that at at Sugarfish like quite a few times, and I and I like it a lot. But but I didn't get it at Sushi Stop. But that's good. I think it, that's always tasty. 
I like the little guys. There's a small place in Santa Monica. I don't know if it if it still exists, but that that was a place where they always had like the it's called Sushi King, and that was the place where you know the like the chefs are from Japan. They really high quality fish always, and so like mm. a thing like a scallop uh, nigiri or a or a or a mackerel, I would be more likely to get there just because it it'd be really high quality. But sorry, keep going. Mackerel's always the toss up because number one, people don't like it because it tastes yes. like a porta potty. It mm. doesn't. <laughs> it tastes as fishy as you can get. You know, super fishy. It mm. it tastes like a yeah. It, it tastes like very much the ocean mixed with like if you accidentally chewed one of those omega three capsules. You know, like a fish burp that you get. Like that's what that tastes right. like. It's so bad. I, Everyone. I think. I oh think. I think our listeners. Some of their one of their favorite flavors is probably porta potty. So you're talking to the wrong crowd <laughs> here. But. Uh. Just ripe. And when I worked at Tayo, which I do want to circle back and say the girls that I work with were so fucking great. They were so funny. We're still on a text thread. Uh, I remember this one girl trained me. Her name is Danya. And we were cutting up lemons. And she was like, ah, got toenails sharper than this knife. And she later told me that she found a, a smear of brown on her abdomen once, and she was afraid somehow it was poo, and then she realized it was just soy sauce. And she's like, thank God. And they were so funny. <laughs> they were this hilarious. Yeah, I loved insane. them. Oh, I loved them. We actually really She got just really thought worried. like it was an accidental poo smear? Like, she was uh... just like, what is this? She got home like yeah. later that night and she was like, fuck, what the fuck? And then she was just like licked her finger and then was like, oh, thank God, it's soy sauce. But they were so funny. I loved them so much. And we actually- Are any of the Scientologists the... on the text chain as well? or are there, are there, I think uh, I think the, the primary friend of ours, I think she bounced. I think she got bounced. Got it. I think she had like. It'd be a, funny to hear maybe. updates of like I'm like level twenty seven now or something like that. Like a, <laughs> I think she had a lawyer that was an uncle that like helped, you know, like shoehorn her out of there. Just mm. popped her out. But yeah. um, but we were on a text chain over the pandemic because we were really worried about the owner who owned Tayo because obviously restaurants were not doing well during the pandemic and we pooled a bunch of money to send him a couple thousand dollars in case things were tough, and oh, we man. found out. Wow. Um, that he had sold the chain and owned all these sushi stops and had sold all six of them like two years before. And he was like living large in San Diego and he did not need our money at all. But he was like, <laughs> thanks, girls. And we were like, oh, fuck, great. Because he was such a hard worker, uh, Shuji-san. so funny. He would get up at four in the morning and go to the fish markets. But um, one thing I learned from working there is I was like, oh, this can't be very good because a lot of it's frozen sushi, like mm. frozen fish. And then I learned later that most sushi you're going to get in America is frozen. They do that to kill parasites and they freeze it on the boat. And if they don't, like tuna will oxidize to brown if you don't freeze it right away. You have to freeze salmon for a certain amount of time or else you risk parasites. So a lot of even pretty good sushi has already been frozen. But anyway, um, so I have no fucking idea what I was talking about. (laughs) What was I talking about? Your former boss sent you a picture from his yacht saying thank you. Yeah, he was uh, like, uh, you guys keep that. Uh, try to buy health insurance or something with that for yourself. But, well, um, oh, you were, you were, you were, oh, you were talking I remember, yeah. I remember. I'm back, I'm back. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, so the mackerel, when we used to serve like uh, bento boxes, they'd come like three pieces of sushi, right? And one of them would sometimes be mackerel. And when you'd go to clear the plates, because we were also our own busboys, you'd always find like a half-chewed mackerel in a napkin. Like people would put it in their mouth and go, fuck no, fuck no. <laughs> Just like abort mission. That's really funny. And so um, people don't 
like mackerel because it is such a strong flavor. And it also has kind of like a silvery skin. So it's like a little, yes. you feel like you're eating like a frog or, or it's, uh, it's a little yeah. amphibious. This is like, that's like the real fish experience. You're like getting yeah. the scales or whatever. Yeah. 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 And so I'm going to say the turnover for mackerel is probably not high at a mm. low cost sushi place. You know what I mean? Yeah. I totally so I wouldn't do that. But, no. um, but yeah, so I get the dynamite rolls. I got the salmon, um, salmon nigiri. I like the scallop nigiri because it's the little scallops. And I like that there's kind of like a little crispy crunch, like of that papery seaweed feeling in a salmon mm. nigiri. It's like a fence. It's fencing it in and then it crunches. Right. Like By the that. way, I'm following along with your. I'm look. I'm looking up what you ordered. And oh, great! You, quite a few sushi stop originals is what you what you uh, what you've got here. That's what I'm a loyalist. A loyalist. To sushi I did. Stop. I did one of those. I, I did. I did the crunchy California roll. Um, like these are the ones that I thought would be more home runs, and then they weren't. But also, again, didn't have spicy chunky. Didn't have my my mm. my soy. But California. It's a California roll, crunchy flakes, and teriyaki sauce. And it was just, just okay. And I wish that I went more in the direction of, like there was like a popcorn shrimp roll, yeah. which was California, and then spicy mayo, eel sauce, green onion, and then like a fried shrimp on top of it. And I'm like, I what? I wish I went a little bit more. I mean, like the thing that that I went that was the 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 craziest was that crunchy chicken roll, whatever the hell it was. That was like my. I feel like that was one of the crazier things I got, and I thought it kind of stunk. It was like one of yeah. my. Yeah. Did Did you enjoy it? I've had it before. Not a fan. Not a yeah. fan. There's one that has guacamole on top. I don't. I don't need that. I don't. I don't want it. I don't need it. Guacamole. No. But yeah, you don't want to get too fusiony with these. Nah. Like nah. it's like it. You know, stops working. It's doing good. Here's, here, here's, I, I, yeah. Here's here's what's in the chicken crunchy roll wags. It's cream cheese, avocado, cucumber, sriracha, crunchy flakes, teriyaki sauce. It just is like you're barely. Didn't I read that earlier? I don't know. Maybe that's the exact one I read earlier. Is an example of what they have. I, well, I don't give a shit. Yeah, I read it again. All right, <laughs> and I ate it, and you can't taste. I, you can't taste the chicken in it. it. Doesn't it? And like that's. I was. I was. I was very excited for it, and then it. It. It sucked. And then I was also. This is my final order. I got a yuzu albacore roll, which is spicy tuna, cucumber, yeah. sriracha, cilantro, fried onion, garlic ponzu, and that was. The best of like the uh, the crunchy California roll, the chicken crunchy roll, and then this one. That was the best of the three, but it still didn't blow me away. Why? Because I don't know how you felt about it. I thought I thought it, you know I, I I again I thought it, I thought it was decent. I do feel like this is and this is often the case is the, the specialty rolls are just they got too much going on and they're more just mm. sort of like that like eye candy than a fun sure. mouthful. And I always mm. feel like you're gonna have a little bit more success keeping it simple. Uh, but I don't know it's a, a solid outing. I was I was happy with it. Uh, did you? I, I, my 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 expectations were not high, and I would say they were surpassed. Uh, I I am curious. Was there any other food that we didn't get to from anyone? Yeah, Ali. Oh. that's that's everything for me. Yeah, I I there's a sleeper hit on the menu, and that mm. is something that you probably would not typically order. But the salmon collar is surprisingly mm. good if you're willing yeah. to get in there with your tweezy chopsticks and really pick at that stuff. It's a nice piece of fish. Again, super affordable. If you're going to order, I forget how how much is the salmon collar like 5 bucks or something? This uh, this one uh, this price is $8 thir- $8.30. Oh, okay, yeah. my bad, but still 8 bucks for a piece of fresh grilled yeah. salmon. Not too shabby. 
And under um, Biden inflation, I mean, you know, oh, his fault. But you get a, <laughs> we agree. We all agree. We all know. Um, mm-hmm. you get a fin with it. How often can Fun. you order a fin to your doorstep? Not that yeah, often. That's cool. Not often. Um, if you need to make a fish stock later, there you go. Uh, in Your these the trying economic times, <laughs> you need to boil it. <laughs> Maybe I made a I made a Force Awakens. If you if you order uh-huh. Force Awakens on Amazon, you could get a fin to your you get door. a fin delivered. Yeah. Um. Well done. Sorry, Allie. I know that you probably want to leave now, but um, here's the thing. I I, re- <laughs> I regret. Here's the thing. I regret. <laughs> Here's the thing I regret not getting, and I and I wish that I was uh-huh. there in, por- in person. Dessert because there's a banana tempura, a mm. tempura ice cream, which just looks insane. If you just look at the yes. tempura ice cream on the menu, it looks it looks insane. And uh, and then some green tea ice cream. Did any of you get dessert? Dessert wags? No, I didn't. I didn't get any of these desserts. I do again. This mm. this to me feels like that miso soup of just like I've had these desserts at other restaurants like this, and I feel like sure. I've probably had the same thing before. Banana tempura is legit. I've had it there a million times, okay. and I completely forgot about it until you mentioned it. And I just had this like visceral, like pang of guilt because Shuji San would have bananas there for the banana tempura orders, and then all of us bitches would be would come in for our shift, fucking take a banana, crack it open, eat it while we set uh-huh. up, and then you know sometimes they'd be like we'd be eighty six on bananas because like three of us would have eaten a banana that day, and then we someone would have to go run to Mayfair and get more bananas for if we were mm. busy. And I was like, oh my god, I'm so sorry, but um, but I think the banana temper is pretty good. It comes to you super hot. It melts with the ice cream. The whipped cream's on there. There's some chocolate syrup. And what I like about it is sometimes when you get a communal dessert, there's a lot of crossing the streams with everyone's forks. Everyone's sure. spitty spoons yeah. are going all over the place. But when you've got chopsticks, everyone gets a piece of banana. You yep. know, in these COVID conscious times, it's a safe way to share a dessert. I, I, I like want that. that. It's, good, yeah. it's a good point. Um, yeah. It you. feels like you can get some of the fun stuff here and and have it work. It seems like you got some of the fun stuff. My fun stuff, my like sushi stop originals didn't work as well for me. But now that I know mm. uh, in the future, maybe I'll, I'll you know, I'll, I'm going to go a different route, but some, some disappointments, some highlights, the things that the things I thought I wasn't going to like surprised me. And the things that I thought were like fun and dumb were kind of bad and dumb. Um, mm-hmm. But <laughs> overall wags, I think we should get to final thoughts. I, 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 it's, it's time. So, Ali, here's how this will work. We'll each go around, give our closing mm. argument, if you will, on this particular chain, Sushi Stop, and then end that by giving it a score from zero to five forks. You are our guest. We'll begin mm. with you. Uh, I already fr- forgot the instructions. <laughs> All right. <laughs> no problem. One to f- zero Did to five. He, zero he to started, five. Zero to started... five forks is a score, and then any other thoughts you want to share just based okay. off of this experience and any Wh- prior experiences. Wager started uh, so... putting you to sleep. I know. I what happened was I, as soon as you said the zero to five forks, I was like, would I give it four? Would I give it a three point five? Da, da, da. And then I was like, shit. What was the f- first part of that? Um, final thoughts. Final thoughts. Uh, Los Angeles mainstay, sushi for the people. Um, you can have a fun time for not as many dollars, and I appreciate that. Mm-hmm. Expectation management is how you approach sushi stop. And once you know what your expectations are, it's sushi go. It's let's do it. And I would give it 
a three and a half porks out of five. Can I do a half tine? Absolutely. I... Of course. Okay. Yeah. So that's, I guess it would be 14 tines if there's four tines on each fork. Right. Three times four plus another. It, I'm going to give it 14 tines. 14 does that make tines. Sense? It does oh, make yeah. sense. That's three and a half forks. Oh, no. Yeah. And actually, Allie, unfortunately, makes too much sense to us. It makes a lot of sense. <laughs> um, uh, no, time, well, tines exist. Well, Shout out the Tine happy. Father, uh, Matt Selman, who yep. added that to the Doughboys canon. Mm. Well, should we be giving Other time, we, rather, I'm But should we even be rating this in uh in chopsticks? Um, it's still forks. Okay. Just checking. I'm just checking. I, I, I think, appreciate I think checking, Susie restaurants forks. could be ranked in chopsticks. I don't know why Wiger put us down on it with a fucking They could be. Wiger brought down his band hammer. Uh it's forks. It's forks. Fine. It's forks. I understand. Yeah. Um yeah. actually it's I forks. It. Um <laughs> <laughs> You think our listeners, you think, you think Wags and I and our listeners can use fucking chopsticks? We got to use, we eat sushi with forks. Hey, I'm good. Uh, they bring you the rubber bands? Like they bring, like, <laughs> they fold up the paper and bring you the rubber bands? I've had that embarrassment too many times in my life. Like probably until I was 30. Uh, and I still am not good with chopsticks at all. Wags has seen it. Um, I, I'm a fucking chopsticks master. I know you are. It's fucking annoying. Uh, it sucks. <laughs> He's, he's good with chopsticks. It can he's be good chopsticks. With we can too. make it chopsticks. I could he's definitely some... see you trying to order in Japanese at a restaurant. Yeah. Especially yeah. if you go by yourself and there's no one to roast you for it. And then be, yes. and then getting things a little bit wrong and then having yeah. to sit like and then being like, can you just say it in English? It's like, yeah. yeah sorry. <laughs> and then on the way home, you trying to talk yourself into the Fuck. fact that no, you did a pretty good job. Though. Yeah, I did I did okay. Yeah. <laughs> And the and the the people at the the people who work at the restaurant are like he knows Japanese for like horny yeah. reasons, right? And they're like, yeah. <laughs> um, he ordered a hentai roll. <laughs> <laughs> um, this is a really truly a hard one for me to rank because I'm like, I don't think it, I don't think I should personally go over three forks. But then I'm like, going below three forks seems too cruel too. Like I said, it, it was a great segue into sushi. It was, it was, it was, it was a. It's a great training wheels sushi spot. I forgot what I even said. What was the term I used for it? But I think maybe it was a segue sushi spot. But Wags, it's it's funny that it's called sushi stop like GameStop because in my mind I relate it to like the Game Stops of sushi places. Like it's. Mm convenient it's got what you need there it's you know like uh but there's nothing fancy about it you just go and if you're a fan of sushi i think that you'll be you will be happy and you'll find something that works it's not the greatest sushi of course uh i think sugar fish fish is a better restaurant but god help me i can't go below three forks i think i gotta go three forks exactly um <laughs> And I think I and I think it is like, look, if you need sushi, you're on the Franklin Strip. You just hey, you just had a great 6 p.m. improv show. You're one of the you're you're one of the flannel guys. Um, and 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 you're Matt Besser. You need to get something. This is the it's the place to get it. What else are you gonna do? You know what I mean? There's yeah. it's it like and I'm sure look there's there's local sushi sushi spots in L.A. too that are gonna be better than this. But you know, sometimes you want McDonald's, and this is 
for a lot of people is kind of like the McDonald's of sushi spots. Three forks, Wags. I shouldn't say yeah, it's the McDonald's is- of sushi spots. Fox. I shouldn't say it's the McDonald's of sushi spots because I love love McDonald's. This is and this is like, and I think that McDonald's probably a five forker. We're not we're not going to review it ever, but yeah. Um, unless more Sandra like a how about how about Denny's? Is great, Denny's a good great com- point of comparison? Denny's is maybe I, I'm with you, Ali. Maybe Denny's is like a little too bad, but like we're okay, getting close. We're getting closer. IHOP, Del Taco, Del Taco. Well, oh, easy. well, you just stepped on a landmine <laughs> with Wags. <laughs> Loves Del no, Taco. I, I mean, like I on like I a restaurant level, I think like maybe Jack it is Del box? Taco. Yeah, Jack, maybe it's a Jack in the Box. Yeah, I I do I do love Del Taco, but maybe you're right. Maybe it is like a Del Taco of it's, that, that. That's that's a because there are definitely better taquerias than there are better taquerias than Del Taco in the city of L.A. <laughs> Bold statement. The same is the same is true for sushi restaurants <laughs> and sushi stop. Uh, yeah, this is th- th- I'm not going to overthink this. This is a classic three fork restaurant. Does exactly what it's trying to do with a level of of uh, with a with a perfectly solid level of execution. Mm-hmm, it's it's mm-hmm, a co- mm-hmm. completely fine, just totally uh, uh, everything it, it, it does is pretty solid uh, sushi restaurant. One thing I'll say, and one thing I noticed as I was at this particular sushi stop, which is literally like a two minute walk from another sushi stop. There is there's a sushi stop on Sautel, and then there's one across the street, like just south of it. And they are both right next to extremely popular a ramen restaurants. Mm. Uh, one is Daikokuya mm. and the other one is uh, Tsujita. And Tsujita is Wait. so popular, there's a Tsujita annex across the street. So there's like two Tsujitas. And I Daik- realized Daikokuya downtown? There's, there's one in Sautel. Oh, there's two Daikokuyas? Yeah, th- there's one on, Sot- on Sautel. So this is the Sautel neighborhood. So on, on the West That side original Daikokuya is like the best ramen in the world, I think. So so the, yeah, the, 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 these are, you know, it's it's really well regarded and these are very high trafficked. And I realize part of Sushi Stops, like the reason they're there is because they just get Not the overflow from people yeah. who are like, they show up and they're like, well, fuck it. I'm, I don't want to wait two hours. I'll just get fucking Sushi Stop, um, which is savvy on their part. And it makes sense that they've stuck around. It makes sense they've turned into sort of a mini chain. Why does I get it? It's like it's that sort of thing of like a kiss from daddy. The birthday boy is sold out. Fuck it. I'm going to go to sushi stop. <laughs> <laughs> oh, time machine. Bringing me back. <laughs> Bringing me back. Our show more likely to give you food poisoning. I feel like. <laughs> <laughs> and one more thing I was going to say. I don't remember what it was. I, I'm sure it wasn't important. Oh, oh I, I don't know. What it was. All I was going to say is that that just like I still have a little bit of resentment over them. Uh, neutering New Japan and turning it into a and a, a distant uh, simulacrum of what it used to be, but it's 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 New Japan by Sushi Stop is for me like Steak and Shake by Biglari, Mitch. It's like this is not the real thing. That said, yeah. three forks, three forks. Well, hey, we talked about Sushi Stop a whole bunch. We're gonna take a break and we'll be back with more Doughboys. Spoonman, I've always struggled with finding time to manage my finances. At the end of a busy week podcasting, the last thing I want to do is spend time budgeting all of my expenses or tracking down customer service teams to cancel old subscriptions I no longer use. But now I use Rocket Money and it does all of that for me. 
That's right, Wags. Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps lower your bills so that you can grow your savings. With Rocket Money, I have full control over my subscriptions and a clear view of my expenses. I can see all of my subscriptions in one place, and if I see something I don't want, Rocket Money can help me cancel it with a few taps. I love how the dashboard shows me this month's spending compared to last month so I can clearly see my spending habits. Plus, they'll help me create a custom budget and keep my spending on track. Rocket Money will even try to negotiate to lower your bills for you by up to 20%. Wow. All you have to do is submit a picture of your bill and Rocket Money takes care of the rest. They'll deal with customer service for you, Wags. Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has saved a total of $500 million in canceled subscriptions, saving members up to $740 a year when using all of the app's features. Bye-bye, Doughboys Double. Stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash doughboys. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. You know, Mitch, I got something I really need to get off my chest. Let's hear it, Wags. What's up? I've been having problems. Oh, no. <laughs> well, why? Is it, we, we all carry around stressors, big and small. It's true, and when we keep them bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively, like my problems. Well, therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. Wags, what's on your chest? Let's see. Problems, issues, difficulties, struggles, the whole lot. Well, how do you feel getting them off your chest? A lot better. Well, Wags, you know what? It makes sense because anytime I use therapy, I feel better. Mm. It's like going to the gym yes. for your mind. You That's get right. the gunk out. You feel better. It's helpful for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself, and it isn't just for those who've experienced major trauma. So if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapist anytime for no additional charge. Wags, get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Doughboys today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Doughboys. Welcome back to Doughboys. We are here with Allie Ward. Sushi Stop was our chain, and it's time for a segment. Before we get to that, Allie, uh, we have a phenomenon here at the Doughboys where we often run into people telling us, oh, my spouse loves your podcast. Yes. And that is the case with you. Your husband, Jarrett, listens yes. to Doughboys. He does. He loves But Doughboys. I love your husband. We worked <gasps> together. We were just talking about this. Great guy. Small world. Small, yes, I know small, it's small world. world. But he's a... You're in his heart. Wow, he's in my heart as well. We worked. We worked on a on some old, like an old YouTube. We were both hired as actors on old YouTube videos, and it was like a weird, like this weird thing called my music. And 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 I remember that I was just like a guy who said guests a bunch, and then like it was like oh yeah the, the biggest, guest guy the guest guy which Jordan Morris wrote Wags yeah. I believe. Uh, but, I didn't know but that. so there's a lot, there's a lot of, a lot of small world things going on here, but I didn't, I was like, I don't know what the hell that was. And then I, and then like the next week it was like more popular than anything I've ever done in my entire life. <laughs> like YouTube people being like, guess guy. And then like, I'll like still to this day, 
I'll do like whatever. There'll be like a th- like a tomorrow war thing or whatever. And they're like the guest guy. I'm like, what the f-? whole generation raised on. Uh, but uh, but your husband was in that, and we and I met him, and I and I he's a great guy. Uh, oh, I he's he's uh, uh, such a weird person, and I like. Him. <laughs> <laughs> well, that, that the only downside that. is that he likes the <laughs> doughboys, which spouses. we didn't yeah. know. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, that's also one thing I love about Franklin is like uh, I think that's why it gets the extra two tines is mm. that street. You know, I had my first art show at the Pig, and uh, which led to a, a little bit of a career in illustrating, and then writing, and then TV, and. Um, you know, my friend Catherine Burns worked at the shop next to me and I would oh, bring yeah. over her sushi lunch. And now she's like a double Emmy winning choreographer. And there are so career. many people. Um, Susan Hale from UCB works yes. for Ologies oh, yeah. now. And there's so many people that I met and I saw their careers. It was almost like a college campus kind of where you'd see people oh, yeah. working right. on stuff. And so I always really liked that little community aspect of it and <laughs> cheering people on, you know. Like, and you know what? You're on show. that. You're on. You're on that Franklin strip. You hear a beep beep. You turn around. <laughs> a, f- a flannel guy is right behind you. And now he's got his own show. You know, yeah. good for him. <laughs> got a pilot. I cannot tell you how many times. Uh, like I don't care about football or the Super Bowl, but watching to see who from improv shows got parts in Super Bowl com- Super Bowl commercials. Oh so I was like, yeah. Oh my friend, my friend, fuck that guy. Oh my god, I know him. Oh my god, I'm so him stuff. Like, so it's like, oh, L.A. Yeah. That's uh, I feel like Super Bowl. I remember uh, a Neeler dude, uh, Wags was Neil Campbell was in a a Super Bowl commercial, and I remember going home and like telling my family, like my friend is in a Super Bowl commercial this year, and and they were like, we don't care, but uh, (laughs) but then they do, but then they do care. Like that is, I feel like a commercial is like the biggest. When I was a fucking yardman or whatever, that's the biggest thing I ever fucking did is just being in a fucking. They they like all the time. They're always like. Do you know Flo? Like, I feel like that's like the biggest question I get is like, <laughs> yes, maybe Flo could hook you up with something. I'm like, shut the f- Jesus Christ. She was an I- I- person. Flo's great. Don't get me wrong. We love Flo. We love Flo. But fucking... there's a Groundlings community. There's an IO right. community. There's a UC. Mm-hmm. You're like, she is Groundlings. Like, I don't. She's ground. Yeah. I'm not going to yes. see her at Franklin. She better not be on my turf, man. You know, <laughs> it's different. It's different. Surprisingly little little cross pollination between the different uh, mm-hmm. different venues. I, yeah. I would I was uh, like the, just on that point. My favorite would always be like when I when I started doing more stuff around um, the Upright Citizens Brigade Theater and just like indie comedy in general. And then talking about like seeing someone in a commercial. Like, you'll see you'll see like your friend in a commercial and he's like petting a golden retriever and being like, I'm a stay at home dad. And then <laughs> and then you're just like, I just saw you in a sketch where you like. Put your dick in a hot dog bun. <laughs> like, <it's just> like, <laughs> Hold on. Who are you now. fucking trying to fool? You specifically named Harris right there, but. <laughs> Let me tell you, that then, he filled out that bun too. He certainly did. And then there were condiments were put on top of it if people were wondering. Um, I think Armin put, Armin put condiments on it. Uh, no, you're power. right. They will be. They'll be in a commercial with a dog. Being, I'm, I'm a stay at home dad, and then on stage, you'll be like, "I'm sucking a dog's dick." <laughs> like it's the, it's the complete opposite. Vomiting um, milk. I remember yes, those yeah. days. Yeah. Yeah. The yeah. Paul Russ yeah. butthole hey, is that. like 
a jewel in the crown of UCB days. I just remember the dirtiest week sketch. It was just like all I could oh, think yeah. about was Paul Russ just butthole of the audience. And I'm like, that was a time. That was a time. A different time. Yeah. And it's worth two extra. It's worth a half a fork to me for that place that it has it in my heart. You know, I'm with you. Yeah, I drank a lot of milk on stage at one point. Uh, anyways, yeah. look, we could talk about this all. We could talk. Yes, about this sorry, all sorry, sorry. And I also that scene about <laughs> sucking a dog's dick was me. But why? <laughs> <laughs> let's let's uh, let's 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 do the segment. Get to yes. the segment. Um, by the way, Catherine Burns, who you mentioned, I'll just just shout her out. She was uh, she's yeah, in Catherine. Mitch. Mitch was talking about the the guest guy, his internet video. She was in uh, acted in and choreographed a, a internet video of mine that went uh, that I think probably people know me most from if they know me from anything viral, which was a uh, Gungan style back in the day. <gasps> so she was a. Uh, yeah, Catherine's great. Uh, anyway, it's time for our own. been very, very, very deservedly successful. But it's time for our own version of the one gotta go meme. It's our segment, A Single Item Must Be Banished, Sushi Edition. This was compiled wow. by our associate producer, Amelia Marino. So I'll just give a category. I'll give four options. And you tell me which item must be banished. We're, we're uh, I don't know if we're trying to come to a consensus here. I think we're just saying our own picks. All right, first All right. up. Type. Sashimi. Nigiri. Cut roll. Or hand roll. A so single item must just, be banished. Is, there's no, is, it's just like the like the fish in like a sauce, right? Just the fish, yeah. Sometimes, yeah. It's it's and I will say that that I'm keeping that one because I do. Yeah, you I can like, have really, I actually you can like have really good sashimi. You have a really good quality one. So sashimi, nigiri, hand roll, and and cut roll. Yes. You know what? I, I even though I just said I liked the hand roll, it wasn't it wasn't a seaweed hand roll. I think I'm going. I think I'm. I think I got to get rid of the hand roll. Yeah, I, I think there are just too many cut rolls that I like. And, you know, again, I mentioned I'm something of a hand roll skeptic, whatever. Mm. I'm sure people will tell me that's, I, that's actually the more authentic roll is the hand roll. Like, shut up. Uh, but I think I will I will take the cut roll over the hand roll. I don't know. What yeah. do you think, Allie? Um, I was also going to say hand roll. I forgot to mention at Sushi Stop, they did have a blue crab hand roll that was my favorite. A pound oh, of wow. mayonnaise in that. And they mm. recently took it off the menu. And so now... Hand rolls are dead to me. So wow. I want to say bye-bye hand roll. I also think that if you get rid of nigiri, you can kind of fabricate your own nigiri with some sashimi and kind of like live your best life. But sure. that's cheating. I, I Hand roll, I'm, I'm not a huge seaweed guy, which I know that a lot of people like. So like with hand rolls, I feel like I'm getting the most seaweed. Is, 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 a, is a hand roll just an uncut roll? Is that basically what it is? Yeah. Yeah, it's in a cone. Kinda. It's a yeah, cone it's like a, situation. Yeah. All right. Well, I like yeah, my it's, rolls. It's, yeah, I, different form factor. Have you ever gotten the sugarfish takeout? Yes. 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 It gives me anxiety. The handles so that you would get in the in the restaurant, they do as cut rolls in the takeout. That's right. Oh. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. That's right. Emma. I, 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 and I think I enjoy them more that way. I, I like my rolls uncut, Wags. Um, or I'm sorry. Mm. I like my rolls cut. Yeah. Um. Yeah. And sorry, I'll get out of this area. Uh, and so hand rolls for me, gotta, <laughs> they got to go. The hand rolls got to go. <laughs> hand rolls got to go. Hand rolls are uh, gone. Okay, next category. This is just types of seafood. Uh, these are Amelia's pick. Salmon, tuna, yellowtail, and shrimp. By the way, learned from a meme Shit. recently, Mitch, a meme that you shared 
that salmon sushi only dates to like the 70s. It yes. didn't used to be a thing. I, I don't know Which, if it's just this because is the one, salmon is This isn't... is the one we questioned. We were like, well, is no, this real? I think it's possible that just like there isn't salmon off the coast of Japan. And so okay. once it became like more of a popular thing in North America and Europe, then it started to be more. I always forget if salmon is fucking a, a, an, a, an Atlantic or a Pacific fish. We also talked about this, and it's like both. it's listed. It's like oh, like um, uh, focaccia bread Pacific, is like the, right? in 1982 or something, and there's yeah. like we- stuff like that ciabatta. where you're like oh, weird. Tier, tier- oh, oh, sorry, it was ciabatta. You're right. Sorry. Yeah. No, thank you. Uh, the, and ch- which makes more sense? Ciabatta bread is like 1982, and then there was one thing on it that we talked about on the on. We did a double. We talked about there's one thing in a in the corner fartons, and we didn't Barton. know what they are. Fart- yeah. fartones and i'm like i've never heard of this ever in my life and it's a funny sounding it's a funny sounding food but like it's like i wouldn't be surprised that this was made in the 40s or whatever i don't fucking who i've never heard of fartones in my fucking entire life um but there was there was some stuff on that list that was that was kind of ba- like i was shocked by and also wondered if it was true like chicken tiki masala was like the 70s, right? Like or, or the 80s or something, or something crazy like that. Um, I don't know if you have that list up now, Wags, but for, we can't. Yeah, I don't get have into it open. It. Um, yeah. we can't. We, we can't also talked about that on an episode that came out like six weeks ago, ago. By the time you're listening yeah. to this, so go back. Just and listen, listen to that. It. Subscribe to the Patreon. Listen to that. <laughs> or don't. The show sucks. Who cares? Uh, anyway, it's a bad show. <laughs> it's a bad show. Uh, the segment is continuing with uh, the fish options: salmon, yes, tuna, yellowtail, and because shrimp. This is hard. One gotta go. One gotta go. I'll 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 take the bullet and I'll say this is a tough a tough one for me because I actually do like this and I really like a sweet shrimp. You better if not it's available. You better not be I saying think, shrimp. I think I, I might get you shrimp were. out of you it. Such I, might, I might get rid of that one. I do, it's I love the shrimp. one that's I the most really different. It's the it's most the different best. of the bunch. It's, it's really good and I like it. And again, if you get a sweet shrimp, it's it's fucking delightful. But it's you've got to make a tough cut here, and I, that's this my is, tough cut. Is... No, this is not a tough cut. This is the easiest question. Fuck off, tuna. Get out of here. Wow. Allie, wow. I want you. I, that's where my head was going was the Bye. tuna of all. I, I got a lot of reasons. for me, too. You don't want to hear all my reasons, but I'll tell you a couple of them. Number one, yes on the shrimp. And a sweet shrimp, when they fry the whole head and you get to just yeah. eat all kinds of bristles. It's like uh, deep fried pine needles that taste like the ocean. I love that. <laughs> oh, my God. Fucking love I'll that I'll eat that shit. whole thing, you know? Yeah. Um. So I'm down with that. Um. But my beef with tuna is sometimes you get a bad one and also tuna are giant they they've got so much mercury and it's like they are predators so it's like eating a tiger which just feels sure. weird you know what i mean yeah and, and i think it's so sad that tuna just gets like boiled and put in a can and i was like ugh, tuna fish sandwich but can imagine if you're like oh i'm eating a lion sandwich that's so is that weird i so i when i think of tuna i think oh tuna you got to yeah. be out there eating littler guys. And also, Look, I don't like the flavor as much. The Doughboys like aren't above tuna, eating yeah. a lion sandwich. So it's <laughs> <you know, laughs> hard for us to. Uh, I would never eat a cat. Never eat, you can never eat cats. But the. Um, I, I think that's well argued. I'll just I'll just say that the, that the reason I wouldn't pick tuna is because of Toro. And when I you mm. get like a really good uh, mm. you know, fatty, t- a fatty piece of Toro, it's just so fucking. It, 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 it's it's that's one of the most delectable bites I think you could have at a sushi restaurant. But I understand your argument. If we're talking about just like regular old tuna, I think you're you're spot on. Go on, Mitch. 
I, I just think that it's like the one that you're just the most used to. Like anytime I'm having the other ones, I'm more excited. Um, and and for that reason, I I'm gonna I'm gonna cut it. it it's it's look, it's a fucking hard one. Our, Amelia, yeah. you're, this was dastardly. This is a this is, <laughs> yeah. This is fucked up. Next category. We I can't even fucking <laughs> think about it too long. Amelia, I mean, you devil. It's it's food for thought, is what it is. <laughs> it is food for thought. That should be a segment. <laughs> All right, Amelia, hey, come up with a segment, Food for Thought. Thanks. Uh, when you listen to this later. All right, next up, uh, sushi rolls. Also, you are a devil. Uh, Cal- here are your options. <laughs> California roll, Philadelphia roll, spicy tuna roll, salmon avocado roll. Uh, look, the Philadelphia made, roll, yeah. almost I could get rid of right off the bat, but then I heard the salmon. What is it? Salmon avocado Salmon roll? avocado roll. Ugh, it's between those two for me. I think yeah, I think it, I think the Philadelphia roll is the it, I, I do like it. It's fun. It's a fun novelty. What's in the Philadelphia roll? One, cream cheese, obviously. Like, it's like locks, cream, smoked yeah, salmon. Yeah, locks, cream cheese and salmon. So you've yeah. got salt on salt. To me, the no. Philly yeah. roll presents too much of a not. A, it doesn't. It lacks like a certain tang to me. Although I guess the cream cheese is a little tangy, but I feel like it's like a salted fish on a salted rice. Yeah. With soy sauce. And you know what? Yeah. I sang a song, Philadelphia Cream Cheese, but fuck Philly. Fuck that city. (laughs) Wow. Just have to watch the Eagles be good. They're such fucking assholes. All the time, they're always like, fuck Boston. I'm like, we don't even have like a real rivalry with you guys. What the (laughs) Why do you hate us so much? Uh... Fuck Philly. They need to be fucking taking down a peg. And you know what? And what is Philly known for food-wise? It's Philly roll. That's its most valued food export. They have nothing wow. else going for them. No. At all. They don't. Nothing else that they're I've known never for. Even, I've never eaten a cheesesteak <laughs> in that city. In, in, no. I don't think that's... That's not... I don't even know if they make thing. them there. No, they really so. are known for their <laughs> salmon lox rolls. So get them where it hurts. They they got taken down a peg when the Phillies yeah. lost the World Series, and then soon when the Eagles lose in the playoffs, it will also happen. But they're fucking they've been a, they've been a lot to deal with lately. Anyways, Wags, fuck Philly, Philly Rollers Cup. <laughs> they've been a lot to deal with lately. You're both like the same. Like Philadelphia and Boston are both the same. Like fucking drunken, angry cities with inferiority complexes for not being New York. You're the same fucking place. That's, That's why you such hate bullshit. each other. Fuck New York. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to be New York. Fuck that shit. Uh, next up, you know what? Vegetarian rolls. SNL should yeah. have been in Boston. Anyways. <laughs> All right, sticking with rolls, vegetarian Kevin, Kevin, rolls. Kevin Culligan, sound guy on Twisted Metal. Great guy from Philly. Uh, fuck mm-hmm. Philly, though. Okay, here we go. <laughs> go, birds. Uh, vegetarian rolls. Your options are vegetable roll, whatever that means to you, avocado roll, cucumber roll, and veggie tempura roll. Say this again. Vegetable roll. Avocado roll, cucumber roll, veggie tempura roll. Let me see if there's an agreed upon definition of a vegetable roll. I'd say, I would, I would either get rid of the vegetable roll or the cucumber roll already. Mm. Just to let you know that I'm ready. Mm, I like the cucumber roll. In fact, you know what? Here, here, here's a new thing. Get rid of both. Ooh. Wow. wow. Two items must be banished. Yeah, I'm, I'm getting rid of two in this one. Fuck. Wow. I don't give a shit. Wow. Cucumber roll. like a sweet potato roll? Do you ever get like a sweet potato roll? That's mm, fun. That sounds good. If it's fried, yeah. All right, give I mean, give give us give us a definition of the vegetable roll and the cucumber roll, and then I'll. I'm having trouble finding something that's that's a commonly agreed upon 
I think it, it a feels like there's a bunch of different literally ways. Literally, just cucumber in a wrapped yeah. in rice. Yeah, cucumber roll is usually just Does cucumber. cucumber have honestly, cream like cheese that. in it though, or no? no. I think it's Not just all. Cucumber. No. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I'm gonna yeah. say something controversial. Please. Avocado roll. Get it out. of Interesting. Here. I mm. I. I have this thing that is great for other people in that I don't like avocados at all. So mm. if there's an avocado around, I just don't give a fuck. It means nothing to me. And it's like wa- it tastes like water pudding to me. It doesn't taste like anything. I like wok, but that's because you've thrown in some onions and some other cool stuff. But avocados water just don't pudding. do it. It's you, you know, know what? so other people can eat my avocados. I don't care. Take it off my omelet. I don't I don't need it. I want it. I think that's I fair. I was about to stick up for water pudding. I like a water pudding. I like a good a water flavorless pudding. pudding. Just a clear goo. <laughs> the, the I I like avocado a lot, but I think your point is well argued. And I think honestly, it can it's like a little slimy and gooey, and maybe not quite the right texture for mm. a, a, for a sushi roll, especially just on its own. Like if you, like we've already, like salmon avocado roll, sure avocado roll. I think that one must be banished. Yeah. Mitch, what do you think? Get out of here. Cucumber roll for me. Wow. Cuke, cuke makes you puke? I'm fine <laughs> with cuke. Cuke is just, I like cuke in certain areas, but mm. cuke is overrated. Get it out of here. Wow. Next one. Does, does Jarrett like avocado? He'll eat it. Yeah, he's okay. down with it. He'll eat okay. it. I But I foist my tomatoes my on other people. Yeah, I foist mm. my, it's, no, I think it's like tomatoes are, no one's ever like, oh, can I have your tomatoes? But if you're the person at the table that's like, does anyone want my avocado? Everyone's like, yeah. are you sure? Are you sure? You're like, yeah. I'm just a good person that hates <laughs> avocado. <laughs> <laughs> I'll give it away. All right. Sauces. Mm. Eel sauce. Spicy mm. mayo. Ponzu. Mm. And mm. soy sauce. Uh this is going to be really this, controversial. This is really this is challenging. Tough. Go on, this go on, tough. Mitch. This is going to be controversial. I think it's good, but eel sauce is going to go. Wow. Oh. Wow. I mean, look, spicy. Uh, maybe I could go spicy mayo over eel sauce, but I think eel sauce. I can get what I want from the other two. Like, I can get close enough to eel sauce. I don't, I, I don't, I don't know. All of these are good. I think if you, if I was a boy, Mm. And you told me, like, hey, you know what? Someday, like a young boy, you're saying? If I was a little boy, I was, I was just like, like, let's say, let's say, I've got some sort of like, I can send a message to my younger self via a tesseract, like an interstellar, and I'm pushing <laughs> books Jesus. off of shelves, and I'm telling little me that someday you will like a thing called eel sauce. Like you will think that I would have been like, what the fuck are you talking about? There's no way. But I love eel sauce. I think it's so good. And I think Let's this not is a get tough little, cut. Little Wiger shouldn't see too much of adult Wiger or if he's gonna have to be fucking <laughs> institutionalized. Wait, I have to go to school to turn into that? <laughs> I have to do my homework so that can be my life. Um Boy, I I think Ponzu is my cut here. It's, it's there's there's no easy answer. Out of your mind. I, I think I get rid of Ponzu. Ponzu sauce is well, so good. Wow. Ponzu is good. It's good. Uh, They're all good. Okay, I agree with you about eel sauce. I think eel sauce is a treat, and it's something that like I wouldn't mind if someone drizzled it over like a frappuccino. You know what I mean? It's, 
Like I'll take I think Jesus. it's good. And I think uh spicy mayo to me in the sauce kingdom of sushi is like a duct tape. I feel like it fixes mm. everything. You put a little spicy mayo, anything you're eating, even just a mm. smear, even just a thin, thin layer, yeah. elevated, fixes yeah. things. Mm-hmm. Soy sauce, you're gonna not invite your mom to your to Christmas. You gotta have soy sauce there. You gotta have it's, soy sauce. So you know what ponzu is. So you're is going to me. ponzu as well? Here's why. Here's why. Okay. Ponzu is like you're gonna hang out with with your girlfriends. And then one of them's like, last minute, can my boyfriend come? And you're like, okay. And he's yeah. fine, but it's not, it's like, we don't This goes out to, to everyone. Yeah. Don't bring, don't last minute bring your significant other to the, to the gathering. They, you we, know, we don't want them there. It doesn't. We don't need them. If no we one else is doing there. it, you don't, you don't got to do it. It's, the thing is, is like, if he's there, fine. But honestly, would have been just as good without him and maybe a little better. Yes. I just think ponzu sauce is superfluous is what I'm saying. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, it's I like get, a it's something that. that it's like, "Oh, you're here." Okay. But I don't find a need for it in the way that I do the yeah. others. Are you with I me? I love it. I'm with I love you. It. Okay, I appreciate that. I I've also ponzu. also definitely been. My wife invited me. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes that's great. Sometimes that's yeah. great and it you wind up talking about like um whatever, like the latest season of Outlander instead of someone's miscarriage you know sometimes it's what you need <laughs> yeah <laughs> you know but sometimes it's like yeah and that's an arrow wise is talking to a divorce divorce attorney <laughs> <laughs> she said i could, should come by myself <laughs> don't get me wrong uh, i love talking yeah. about miscarriages and i'll do it any day of the week but it's just a different flavor of 100 percent Right. Maybe you get that that odd significant other who loves who lo- loves getting to miscarriage <laughs> talk too. That's um, always probably creepy. Um, yeah. But but you know, stay away. Significant others, you can stay away. Let your let your 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 significant other have fun on their own. Let them have fun. Let them have a night. Um, yeah. I, I meant to mention this is this is just a just to return to my sushi stop experience. There was one thing I omitted from my review, which is that I ordered a at the end of I, I I like to get like a, a an egg sushi, a tamago, and um they were out of it. Oh yeah. yeah. I tried to get it on the um on my order and they didn't offer it, and that's one of my faves. But I think it's very yeah. funny that you're like, and for dessert for a little for a little treat. Little sugar egg, just a little tiny one bite of sugar egg, and that's your dessert. You know what? I saved it. If I was good, if I was good, if I did Peloton that morning, I get a little tiny little bite of sugar egg. Give me my sugar (laughs) egg, please. I've been ever so good. I cleaned my plate. (laughs) I do love tamago, though. Yeah, it's good. It's good as hell. God bless the Japanese for their use of egg. Um, I always, they just, you know, when you're, when you're, when you're digging into some ramen, you get a piece of, Mm. get that egg in there, Wags. You just, I'm having a blast. Hey, under that umbrella too, mayo, fucking some great mayo implementations Mm -hmm. in Japanese cuisine. Yeah. Um, all right. Next up. Sides. This category Mm. is like a catch all category called sides. And this one kind of goes in different directions here, but here are Amelia's options. Pickled ginger, wasabi, okay. miso soup, and edamame. Oh, we already so you know. Got, Mitch, yeah, you got to have the ginger. You got to have the wasabi. You've lived so, life without it. I mean, honestly, I love the ginger, but like, 
if you're like you have to lose one of these i'm like <gasps> but i'm saying like all all those things like i'm Need like that fucking ginger I, look i love the ginger don't get me wrong wise i love the ginger but i'm mm. saying like if you're like you can have miso ju- you can have a miso soup or a side of ginger i'm gonna be like well i want that miso soup too you know what i mean like that's this is the tricky trade-off here is that for what this is like i'd rather have edamame miso soup and and what was oh and spicy chunky wasabi so the wasabi honestly if i'm not going ginger i'd maybe go miso soup i think that's the first one down yeah i I think it's i think it's miso soup just because i feel like i've 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 had so many just agree here completely mediocre versions of it Edamame is a fun treat at a sushi restaurant as an app, but you know I don't always get it. I honestly either of those is fine. Um, I just got to have my ginger and I got to have my wasabi. That pickled I've, ginger is so delightful. It's a great, it's a yeah. great palate cleanser. Yeah, so, edamame's so, out. Settles the stomach too. Yeah, edamame's just, a good cut. Yeah, I edamame's. All I right, think fun. the others hey, are vital. Edamame's out of here. Yeah, I love edamame though. I just said it like how my mom says it. Should yeah. we have some edamame? Emamade? Do you like the texture? Michael, you we have like... some Emamade. It's <laughs> ridiculous. She does it all the time. Do you like it from a texture standpoint? Like, do you like it because it's like a like having a fidget spinner before your food gets there? Like, you know, the mm. it's like bubble wrap. That it's is like, a fun you know... part of it. That is yeah. also a huge fun part of it. But you know, look, we can cut it if we're get, if we, if we have to. Okay. If this is one where we have to agree, I'm like. All right, fine. I get a soup. <laughs> like if we were, if we were, if we were all having dinner together, and this is like what happened. I wonder where Emma weighs in. Emma, I, uh, I'm, I gotta have the ginger and the wasabi. So yeah, I could go miso soup or edamame, but I might. I love a miso soup, so probably yeah, the edamame. Yeah, oh, edamame's yeah. What if you get the I'm warm also salted cold right edamame? Now, so hot soup just sounds really nice. <laughs> That's true. All right, that would be nice. All right. This is a hot summer day. You've got what have you got? Like slightly warm salted edamame. All right, whatever. I will say Sushi Stop has a garlic edamame. Don't sleep on it. It's pretty. It will make your car smell like garlic farts for a while if you're driving (laughs) home with it. Not. I mean, not not after you eat it. That's your own business. But sure. (laughs) Just if you're driving with it. But um, I think they recently switched from fresh garlic to garlic powder. So Mm. you know, just Mm. again, monitor your expectations. Yeah, less exciting. Yeah. Uh, all right, finally, utensils. Mm. Wow. Chopsticks. Mm-hmm. Hands. <laughs> spoon. And napkin. A single item must be banished. Oh, this is easy for me. <gasps> really? It's easy bye for you? Bye-bye napkin. I don't give a shit. <laughs> what? Bye-bye That's... napkin? That's what sleeps bye are Bye-bye napkin. Yeah, exactly. I need that, that napkin. Right. Wow! You need the napkin. How messy are you gonna get eating sushi? You shouldn't get that You're messy. Messy as shit. I got my. I'm fucking. I'm a fucking. Got shit all over the place. I'm Especially if hands are still in the game. Yeah. You're, you're gonna employ hands, but not a napkin. Oh, so you guys are gonna get rid of hands? Well, how are you gonna? Oh, all right. You know what? I'm the spoon <laughs> man. I can't get rid of spoons. Wise, you know this. I can't I'm get ditching, rid of spoons. I'm ditching the spoon. That's an easy cut for me. Because even if I get that soup, I'm just slurping it. I can slurp it's it. Gonna, with this I, is you in a year. I'm ditching the spoon. I'm fucking going to get played. Uh, <laughs> uh, napkins. See you later, napkins. Emma's with me. He can fucking. You've, I'll figure it out. I need that napkin. <laughs> Drapes. Yeah, anything. 
carpet. Yeah. Ali, you got to pick anything works. Um, hands, hands are out. I don't need hands to smell are out. Lunch. I don't want to smell my lunch. You don't want, yeah. Uh, so hands like are that. out. I need a napkin. Chopsticks always. I eat Cheetos with chopsticks. I eat popcorn with chopsticks. Hell yeah! Mm-hmm. Wow. Well, Me too. That's fun. Just so yeah. Hands are out. I don't like to be reminded of the food I ate hours later by smelling my own fingers. Mm-hmm. It's not my favorite. See, Wags and I are into that, but. I, get it. I like to thing. smell my fingies. I get yeah. it. Memories of postcards. Meals. <laughs> um. <laughs> Souvenir. It smells like deeds I've done. <laughs> uh, Unfortunately, like I think sins. in this scenario, Allie, you lose your hands completely, but that's okay. Oh, fuck. Uh, okay. Hmm. No, you just okay. can't use your well, hands while fine. eating. I don't think you have to live your life without hands. I think I your hands feet. have to be chopped off. Okay, well then, yeah, she's, right, she's okay with it. Yeah, she's Fine. okay with it. I did get my hands wow. stuck in an escalator when I was a kid. What? Yes, Whoa. and I'm one of the reasons why they have emergency stop buttons because back then they didn't have those, and like me and like a couple wow. of kids got stuck in you know early '80s, and then they had to. Um, Sounds like a yeah, Punky got, Brewster episode. I doesn't it? If only. <laughs> it does. If only. Um, but yeah, I have I have third degree burns on my hands. So, oh my god! I've, oh my god! I've played. I've lived life without at least one of my hands for a while, so I'm fine. But I need a napkin. Wild. Yeah, I wanted to figure out how the escalator worked, and so I thought I'd hang on to it as the belt went under. I was like, "What? Go, what happens once it disappears? You know what happens? They call the paramedics, and then <laughs> you're, they're like, "Oh no! Why is your kid so dumb?" But we did a lot. <laughs> we did a lawsuit on the um, department store. Four-year-old wow. gets stuck in an escalator. Third-degree burns. Almost has to repeat kindergarten. Lawsuit. We won. Guess how much? How much? A bill. One. One million dollars. I'll say a hundred eighty thousand dollars. Twelve hundred dollars. What? Okay. <laughs> Not Did the that windfall. Even cover the paramedics. I would have expected. It covered the emergency bill. My parents were were very litigious. They were like, oh, "Okay, thanks." Meanwhile, you know I what? still have scars. Yeah. The emergency room and a little sushi stop afterwards. Pretty good. Just love uh, it. Three dollars a plate, baby. Let's get that tempura. I got a settlement. Tempura for the table. Wild. You gotta buy your own cokes. <laughs> yeah, but I need uh I need napkins more than hands. Me too. Absolutely that's, need that's those fair. napkins. Yeah. That's fair. By the way, uh, this is this is just this was a this was a lie my brother told me. My brother is like four and a half years older than me. But when I was a kid, because we were talking about the garbage disposal and like my parents were like, <gasps> Don't put your hand in the garbage disposal. My brother's like, I got my hand stuck in the garbage disposal and um it got cut off <gasps> and then they replaced it with a uh, a robot hand like Luke has in uh Empire Strikes Back. <laughs> and I believe that for like five years. Well. I was like, my brother's got a fucking robot hand. I think he just told it to me once, too, and I just internalized it. I was like, that's cool. He probably heard you telling it later. I was like, what the fuck are you talking about? (laughs) (laughs) My brother's fucking stupid. Nate Nate is an alpha. Anyways, that was, uh, what was the name of the thing? That was a single item must be banished. It's uh, just like a restaurant buyer feedback. Let's open up the feedback. We have a voicemail today. Emma, do we want to play that one? Hey, Doughboys. Kevin here. Uh, I was wondering if you had any items of food, like toppings or spices or uh, anything like that that you think need to be in very precise ratios to be good. For example, I am someone who 
does not like it if salad dressing crosses a threshold of too much. There's a, like a limit wow. of how much salad dressing I can enjoy on something. Um, I don't know if you have something similar. Maybe you don't want too much cracked pepper mm. or whatever. Um, let me know. Thanks. Bye. Well, that that same issue got brought up earlier. Like, I I don't want my my salad swimming in dressing. I can it yeah. can only take so much. The, the but, that, my, but, but my, you know what? Hmm? Underdressed also sucks. In an LA, underdressed also sucks. Like a little cup, you're screwed. That guy's voice sounded like it sounded like Dave Ferguson's voice, like in like point five speed. Hmm. You think that it was fast, like a, Ferg? No, I thought it was it's like it sounded like a like a deeper Ferg. I was like a slow Ferg. Yeah, slow Ferg. Maybe that's a character deep, he's doing. Deep, deep. I don't know. It sounded like Ferg. Deep Ferg. Not... Deep Ferg is Kevin. Deep, deep Ferg it might be Kevin. Um, this is a great question. Mm. Great question. And for me, when I get an under salad salad, I'm so sad. I'm sorry. It's under salad salad. Under salad salad. <laughs> when I get an underdressed salad, I am very uh-huh. sad. I need it to be completely dressed. So I would almost risk, like, I know what you're saying is, like, lettuce sitting in balsamic, like, water or whatever. That's gross. Fucking but nasty. I would rather it almost be overdressed and underdressed. That's 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 <sighs> one thing. I don't, that's, that's, a tough call. that's a tough call for me. I don't know. Well, so, like, so, like, we're saying, like, specific, we never get the questions because we're Precise rate, like, the, the, the question is something that you need to, thinks needs to be in a very precise ratio to be good. Um, if you I, I, had, yeah, if you had overdressed salad though, and a napkin, you could fix the problem. Wow, there we go. Great no napkin, you fucked. You fucked. Mm-hmm. All right, think I made a bad that. choice. Yeah, just think about it. <laughs> I think you can go too heavy. Too, I think you can go too heavy on the parmesan. I think it's harder to go too heavy on the pepper. Mm-hmm. I love pepper, but I think mm-hmm. like it, like you don't want too too much parmesan. Although, like. That's less of a precise ratio. That's less of a of like an absolute sweet spot, which is I feel like there's like a bell curve of where you want to try to get your salad dressing, right? You want you to get it right in that sort that, of sweet Wags? spot. Yeah. Another one is sour cream. Because mm. I'll be uh, mad ooh, at sour yeah, cream. Sure. If I got a, if I got a Chipotle burrito and the sour cream is like <laughs> under, I'll be like, what the fuck? There's no sour <laughs> cream in this. And then if it's over, I'm like, ugh, this is sour. Like I'm biting into sour cream, like a sour cream wrap. And I like that's yeah, it's 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 so I guess, but that's kind of what they're asking for is that kind of perfect equation, right? Like the like cream cheese on bagels. Mm. You don't want way too much of it. I think ketchup and mustard though. Yeah, ketchup and mustard on a hot dog is pretty crucial. I feel like it's like yeah. I don't know why, but ketchup is cold and mustard is hot, and they balance each other out even though they're, they're both room temperature but you know what i mean like it's a cool like ketchup is cooling mustard sure. is a heating thing and mm. i feel like if you have one or the other your hot dog's gonna be too hot or too cold flavor wise and so i feel I like that's that. a good you need a good balance unless you're in chicago in which case don't ask for ketchup i'll <laughs> run you that's, out yeah you gotta have that ridiculous. weird fucking relish on yeah there and a sport pepper for some reason you know what I'm fuck sorry, chicago, chicago too um <laughs> but fair but uh, I think Emma's currently there. Um, yeah. <laughs> but um, for 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 me, that the, the ketchup and mustard thing, like on a burger and Wags, I'm thinking of this. I'm thinking the spicy chicken sandwich at Wendy's. And sure. I'm thinking like I need some of that tomato and lettuce and mayo on there. Like 
if those if that equation does off, I'm really sad about it. And that happens quite a bit, sadly, is 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 that you know, if you get a bad one, there's they forget a tomato or whatever. But I don't know. This is a this is a great question. I feel like I'm not nailing it as much as I want to, but I know that this is a thing I think about all the time of like saving like last bites and dipping it a certain way. Like it's always in my head. Mm-hmm. So I mean, th- th- I think everyone has their equation here, but butter at a movie theater. And and I think, obviously, this is why you're a popcorn skeptic, which is an yes. issue. But if you liked popcorn, I know it's insane that he doesn't like popcorn. But I got I got a big bowl of popcorn when I saw uh, Knives Out, a glass onion mystery or whatever the fuck. No, a glass onion and Knives Out mystery. And what would you think? Did not care for the film. Did not love, did not like the movie, but this is, you know, this will be a little dated by this time. Oh, hell yeah. Anyway, Anyways. I got popcorn then. I, but I generally get nachos. You're right. But you gotta, you gotta, you gotta, for me, you gotta hit that butter equation too and get it below. And if you go too buttery, you, you, you fuck it up and you get a, a tummy ache on top of it all. So can I, can I stay real yeah, quick you're, on? You're drinking oil at that point. You feel like shit. What you're making me think of though, Mitch, because you brought up movie snacks and I miss that I usually get nachos. I do love mm-hmm. I do love the movie nachos. I do love that ch- mm-hmm. that cheddar sauce. Mm-hmm. Anytime you're doing any sort of chip and dip, you want the right amount of dip per chip. And you don't want to like over dip an individual chip. And you also don't want to be left with dry guys by the end because you don't have any salsa <laughs> or or queso or guacamole here's, left. Here's the thing when you're conserving yeah. dip so much, you're at the end, you got too much dip. You got left too with much a few dip. chips. That's the fucking that, that, worst. It's the worst. Yeah. I could have had it's more dip tough. on each of these chips. Oh. Yeah. It's stressful, honestly. Ah, oh, that regret. Yeah. It hurts. <laughs> <laughs> Man, we are losers. Anyways, I think that's it. I think that covers it. <laughs> no, all. we're cool. We're good. Let us know what uh what you what's your choice of something that has to be in the very precise ratio to be good. Hashtag goldo ratio. And if you have a question or comment about the world of change, send email us at doughboyspodcast.gmail.com. Thank you, Mitch. Or leave us a voicemail at 830-GO-DOUGH, like Kevin did. That's 830-463-6844. To get the Doughboys Double or Weekly Bonus episode, you can join the Golden or Platinum Play Club at patreon.com slash doughboys. Ali Ward, thank you. Thank you so much for giving us so much of your time. Joining us on the podcast here in the year of our Lord, 2023, sharing your passion for Sushi Stop and your experience working at the affiliated restaurant. Uh, a, a delight to have you. Please come back on the show anytime. Anytime. Thank you for paying for my buttons. <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate it so much. I think you're anyway. going to, right? Yeah. Uh, our, yeah. Uh, yeah. 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 Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Our screens all go off. Right? <laughs> I got four cokes. I got four cokes. <laughs> we can deduct a couple, but it was an absolute honor, a pleasure. I eat all the time, so whenever you need me, just holler. Love it. Hell yeah. Uh, Allie, do you have anything you would like to plug? I'll say uh, ologies. If you like podcasts, science podcasts uh, that involve a lot of information about lizard dicks and stuff, go to straight to ologies. <laughs> we talk about it all with ex- experts and such. So yeah, ho- holler on over That's there. Great. That's what I'd say. Wow. Check, it, Check out. it out. Yeah. And that'll do it for this episode of Doughboys. Until next time, for the Spoonman Mike Mitchell, I'm Nick Weiger. Happy eating. See ya. Beep, beep. (laughs) (laughs) Next week on Doughboys Double, uh, let's get into the cookie draft. So here's how this will work, Nangle. We each go around, and we are going to uh, just pick a cookie. And that'll be part of our cookie roster 
our, our, our sleeve of cookies, our arsenal of, of various pastries on this uh, hypothetical tray. Mitch, do you have an idea of how many roster spots we should have for cookies? I guess maybe five with one on the bench. All right, great. So here, so we will we'll go around snake style. Um, so you know there and back again. Um, and the pe- the people on the end will have that sounds two like picks Hobbit in a row. style. It is Hobbit style. Yeah, Wags well, loves going snake style. We don't have to do yeah, snake who style. Is he Moomer from God of War. <laughs> 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 That's a real moomer move. <laughs> Did I say it right? <laughs> no, you said it funnier. Oh. It's good. Mamir. Mamir. Sorry. Hear the entire episode over at patreon.com slash doughboys. Sources for the intro are in the episode description. That was a headgum podcast. <laughs>